Hey, all you freaks and geeks out there in podcast land. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Green Belt Botanicals. I'll give you more information about them later on in the episode. And now, on to the show. It's Wednesday, February the 10th, and you know what that means. Welcome, freaks and geeks, to another smoke-filled and jam-packed episode of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. The podcast where I meet with some of the most creative and influential people that I know to share stories of the ride of life. As always, I'm your host, the 512 Foot Doctor, coming at you live and direct from the studio of Life or Death. If you're a returning freak or geek, thank you very much for checking back in to our regularly scheduled appointment. It really means a lot when you continue to listen, continue to support, and continue to tell a freak or a geek about the podcast. Which leads me to my next introduction. If you're here for the first time, well, welcome. Welcome to the Freaks and Geeks family, and I gotta let you know, first off, first and foremost, before you continue on this journey, you need to buckle up for this ride, because you don't know what you're gonna expect. Let's go! Alright, Freaks and Geeks, I want to talk about a few things, cover a few bases, uh, a few points before I introduce my my guest for this episode, episode number 22 of the podcast. We're churning and burning, Freaks and Geeks. Remember, we're in the volume 3 of the podcast. If you hadn't caught up with volume 2, make sure you go check that out. And if you have not caught up, if you have not taken a listen and tuned in to volume 1 of the Doctor's Orders podcast, make sure you go and check that out. That's where we get, that's the root, that's the root of the, of the influence and that's the root of the progress of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. That's the heart right there, those 10 guests, all right? Make sure to check them out. Check them all out, all right? Just make sure you catch up and make sure you're enjoying it and make sure you're tuning in, all right, every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Now, I want to talk about uh, uh, a few things that we can, we can look forward to in the month of February, March, and April. We're going to set up the Doctor's Orders Podcast Book Club. That's right. You heard it here live. You heard it here official on this episode. The Doctor's Orders Podcast Book Club is going to feature... I'm not going to tell you the name of the text just yet, Freaks and Geeks. I will tell you the author that we will be highlighting in this first book. It's going to be the one and only, the famous... Anthony Bourdain, all right, a tremendous soul. Uh, I've shared a lot of uh, a lot of insight with other people regarding this individual, regarding this individual's outlook on life and approach on life. So now we're going to sit down with some of those people, some past guests. We're really going to draw back on some classic OG guests, get them all possibly in a Zoom, maybe even, hell, I don't know, get them all in the studio of life or death, all right, as much as I, as much as I can get ring that around. But we're going to cover this text, we're going to cover it in depth, chapter by chapter, give a nice little discussion, uh, just blend our thoughts and see what we all took away from this Anthony Bourdain text. So be looking out for that, freaks and geeks. The next thing I want to talk about, uh, college baseball season is going to be starting up soon. If you know anything about the 512 Foot Doctor, please know that I do greatly, greatly appreciate the diamond. I do greatly appreciate the college baseball realm, and I do also appreciate the timeless legends and 
and the timeless just history that is locked in to the Major League Baseball circuit as well. All right, so college baseball is going to be a very exciting time. We're going to be starting up in February. I cannot wait. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to make it out there to Dallas and check out a solid tournament between the University of Texas Longhorns and the Arkansas Razorbacks. All right, so we're going to check that out. That's number eight versus number nine. It's going to be a dope set. There's going to, oh my goodness, solid endings. I cannot wait. That's going to be out there in Globe uh, Globe Life Park out in Arlington, Texas. If you're going to make it out there, Freaks and Geeks, let me know. Hit me up in the Instagram, all right? The uh, the 512 Foot Doctor. Let me send me a little shout out. Send me a note if you're going to be out there. We're wrangling up a, a couple of other guests. You know, the real DJ Spud, he's going to try and make it out there. And one of the uh, uh, one of our, one of our other sneaker buddies, Process, uh, we're going to try and uh, meet up with him as well. So we're really going to try and check out this uh, college baseball scene. It, it was taken away from me last year. It was just, the whole season just canceled. I had nothing. I was going to open up the spring break and just watch solid innings of, of uh, University of Texas college baseball and then kaputs, taken away, gone, gone without a trace. Never never had a, uh, an ability to appreciate it that, that season. So we're really going to hit it heavy. We're going to take a trip. Uh, also, remember, check this out. In March, spring break, we are going to be doing a tour for the Dr. Orders podcast. We're gonna try and we're gonna hit up Roy City, hit up the real DJ Spud, and we're gonna try and duck off into uh, Houston and hit up uh, uh, our old boy Douglas Hasman and do a podcast in his neck of the woods. So, freaks and geeks, if you would allow me to introduce our guest of today, episode number twenty-two of the podcast. She's a leather craftsman who, alongside her husband, runs an independent leather company based out of Lockhart, Texas, by the name of Good Omen Goods. She's a parent, she's a dog mom, she's also a vegetarian, and she just recently completed her 200-hour yoga teaching certification. So, freaks and geeks, without further ado, please welcome, put your hands together for Leah Rose. How's it going? What's going on? How are you doing today? Doing good. Hi, Freaks and Geeks. Excellent. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. It's tremendous. Uh, this is, I, I will state, I think I, I told you a little bit before we were talking, before we hit the uh, the old play button on the podcast here, that you are the fourth female guest on the podcast, but you're the third female guest to have an entire episode to pinpointed and focused on as you as the guest. So Ooh, no thank, pressure. Thank you so much <laughs> on that. And I love... I just I love having the female guests on the podcast. It gives just a, a different outlook. We have a bunch of guys, a bunch of gentlemen coming through, and then I just love giving having the opportunity to sit down with some tremendous ladies that are just coming up from the most. They've all been from Texas, but uh, just their what they're going through. I think we had uh, uh, one was a, a like a, a Hoya enthusiast uh, in the plant realm. Hmm. Another was a local DJ. Another oh. one runs a a, a craft. Um, pop-up market in the austin area cool. and now we have you so excellent thank awesome. you so thank you so much for being here again now let's get to uh let's get to what we got going on today all right our uh, our regular structure so this is the heinz 57 live catch-up so if you would would you please uh introduce yourself by telling us what your name is where you're from and what do you do um my name is leah rose argersinger uh, I am originally from Austin, Texas. Tremendous. Grew up here, um, finished high school in Dallas. Um, I've moved around quite a bit, but always bounced back to Austin. Um, you know, years, year here, year somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, moved around a bunch, but now we're here to stay. Excellent. Uh, you said you did some, uh, lived in Tennessee. Did you live in, did you live there? Actually, uh, or n- n- first big move was to Costa Rica. Okay. Um, 
it was a test. I asked my husband if he would move with me, and I didn't expect a yes. And when he said yes, I thought he was definitely a keeper. But yeah, <laughs> tremendous. Now, had you been there before? We had never been there before. Okay, so you just yeah. moved on out there? True. We feeling wild then, yeah. Now, did you have to visit before you made a purchase, or did you go there and make a purchase for, like, we, a living quarters? We actually um, set ourselves up as... Um, caretakers for houses. Okay. We took care of a few houses here in Austin and had some good references, oh, put an ad good. out that's there. Nice. A woman found us and yeah. she had to travel back to the US. So yeah. we got to go live in Costa Rica I mean, pretty much for free. Man, how, and how long? House. So how long were y'all out there for? Uh, we were there for a little over a year. Okay. We cool. sold our cars and we just spent our time drinking rum and nice. surfing and Oh just, man, that sounds like that sounds excellent. Pure I love that. That's all. That's awesome. So you you've been to a lot of places, lived in a different, uh, just different uh, climates. What what would you say is your favorite? Is that your favorite climate? The whole like just like the kind of beachy vibe or what? Yeah, definitely not winter people. Okay, um, we've 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 tried our hand at being winter people. Uh-huh. Um, we most recently moved back from Asheville, North Carolina. Okay, we were there for five years. We bought a house. Thought we wanted to be chicken farmers. Yeah. You know, did the mountain thing for yeah. a little while. But uh, yeah, taking care of animals in the cold was a totally yeah. different experience than, you know, it was, it's tough. Down, than down here? Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, we don't have to deal with this, uh, major cold climates and that level. So I, I can I'll I take can 110 imagine. any day yeah. over. Even if you talk like, like the Wyoming area, that's, I mean, a different area, but very. Uh, Heavy on on the winters there, Ooh, and, yeah. and the, the 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 cattle that they you know raise and stuff like that, the farms and everything like that. So that's a I, I like that excellent. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, uh, what were you getting into earlier today? Um, well, because the weather was nice, we were hanging out in the backyard. Um, our leather shop is in our is in the backyard, okay. so um, was cleaning that out. Completed some orders. Is it like an old garage or something like that? It's it's a shed, a okay. ten by ten shed. It's way too small for what we're doing okay. in there right now, um, with all the different machines and tools, and yeah. with especially if we're both in there at the same time, it's kind of ridiculous. But um, we always try to remind ourselves that we like things simple, so um, we try to keep our shop nice and clean. So That's we cleaned good. it out today because it was nice and. No. Prepping our garden beds, things like okay, that. Okay, we got the garden. When, mm-hmm. uh, when, uh, so are you just cleaning it out right now? Cleaning out right now. When mm-hmm. are you going to plant? Um, definitely going to do some herbs. I've never actually grown flowers before. Okay. I've always done like some food. You know, I like to do pickles, things like that. But I think this time we're going to, we have like three big planter beds in our front yard. And I okay. think we're going to try to grow flowers this year. Cool, cool. When, yeah. when do you think you're going to do that? Fairly soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I need to do it Fairly too. Fairly soon. I'm no expert. So. Yeah, I need to look into that. I, I want to. There's a couple of things I need to plant around the house. I got some some herbs as well, some rosemary, and I do have a lot of like vegetables, be it the peppers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I need to. I want to get some pines for the backyard too. I want to get like two yeah. of them. So. We'll see. I just don't know when is the best time. It's coming up soon because I know it's, it's coming up soon. Yeah, it's it's pro- maybe the last week of February, first week of March. That sounds I right. Think, I hope so. Just as soon as it's done being cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear it wants to snow this Friday or something. I like think that. it's seventy five today, and I think yeah. it's supposed to be like forty seven next I, week. Yeah, I even saw like some like seventeens or something like that, and then some lows or something like yeah. that. So we'll see what's what's get, up with get that. Get out of Texas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so walk us through the 
a typical day for you, the day in the life for you, from okay. start to finish, uh, the wake up to the shutdown, what's going on there? Hmm, okay. Um, well, we are up right at the crack of six usually because I have a 18 month old. Okay. Um, he wakes us up. Uh-huh. Um, I'm still breastfeeding him. So I usually spend about 25 minutes hanging with him. Okay. Um, I put the coffee pot on, and I put him in his room, and he usually watches Curious George for about 30 minutes. And All right. His Curious George time is my time. So yeah. while the coffee's brewing, that's when I take my time to, you know, like figure out what I'm doing today. Okay. If I'm going to meditate, I'll meditate for a few minutes then. All right. Um, do you do that eyes open or eyes closed? Do you have a preference on that? I'd say eyes closed. Okay. I'm a super distracted person. Yeah. So. I've started dabbling into that, and I was trying to make the decision, um, and the the guider would say, like, oh, you can do do whatever you like. I practice eyes open, oh, but yeah. just be aware on the eyes closed, you could fall asleep, and that's all. It's all you at that point, you know? <laughs> There's so many forms of meditation. Yeah. Like, just, you know. Sitting with your fingers crossed is not meditation. Yeah. You know, not the only meditation. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, taking walks, even mm-hmm. while you're washing dishes, can yeah. be meditation as long but, as you're, you know, playing the observer for a second. Yeah, you know, clearing uh, what what cle- clearing the glass, emptying the cup, and uh, <laughs> uh, focusing on the breath. I think you yeah. know, those are the big big highlights in what I've studied upon. Um, but I think they they are consistent throughout the uh, throughout it. But okay, continue continue. You're on the yeah, yoga, uh, or I mean, not the yoga. The I meditation. don't know how exciting my day is really, but. Um, yeah, well, coffee's brewing, and he's spending a second watching Curious George is usually when I kind of try to get myself together, Okay, you know, get myself prepped for the day. Um, then we have our first breakfast. First breakfast? First breakfast. So he gets how many? Because there's a second breakfast. Okay. He's, you know, he's two. Yeah, yeah. He eats constantly. Yeah. He's a machine. Okay. Um, yeah, we do first breakfast. Usually him and I will share some oatmeal, uh, and then... Um, my husband will join us, and um, we do this thing called time blocks. So if okay. we both have the day off from our, you know, um, our jobs, yeah. then we'll we do this thing called time blocks, where I get three hours while he watches Sunny, uh-huh. or vice versa, and we decide who's going first. You know, okay. it's That's the cool. only way to get things done with a toddler, yeah. and you have to have something like that. That's you a know. great plan. That's a you good, got to, good and there's, you know, or it's chaos. So. Um, in my three hours, usually I'll go out to the shop. Um, I keep my, uh, list of things to do on post-it notes up right. on the wall. So each task is a post-it note. So when it's done, crumple it up, throw it in the wastebasket. You got a different color for each, a different task or no? Uh, I mean, I have a bunch of different colored post-its. So yes, uh, but it's that, not, that doesn't categorize the <laughs> colors. <laughs> no, I'm no, not okay. that organized. All right, no. all right. I wish I was. <laughs> Pretend to be. I have lots of Sharpies. Yeah. Lots of Sharpies and thumbtacks and things. You like the click Sharpie? I do like the yeah. click Sharpie. In comparison to the take the cap removal one? I like all the Sharpies, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a pin, kind of a pin snob, okay. actually. Yeah. So that's the finer, <laughs> the finer tip mm-hmm. one. All right, and that's got like the hard, hard point on it, right? Yeah. I kind of, I kind of used to like those. I was always interested because they would always have like a 
solid point on it, right? Yeah. It, the color. I never understood. Like, it's a great utensil. I love yeah. it. It'll tear up a piece of paper for sure. <laughs> but it's a, I, I, I like those. It I makes everything like you write down seem like really important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you got to write differently a little. It's like a, almost like yeah. an angle with it. It's almost like a quill, a quill <laughs> pin. But all right. Uh, anything else for the day? So, um, so yeah. Then, um, I'll work in my shop for a little while or I'll do it. I'll take a yoga class, okay. something. Um, of course, yoga's been online, so it's really nice. You can just catch one on the computer real easy. Um, you know, we do lunch. Sonny gets a second breakfast between one of us. We go for a walk after lunch. Nice. And this is something that's like definitely a habit that we've like made a constant in our lives. We always go for a walk. If it's just a stroll around the block real quick or if we take a real long, you know, four-mile walk. Yeah. This is where we do all of our our talking and our churning and, you know, talking about our wants and hopes and things mm-hmm. we want to do. And if anything's bugging you, there's like, walking is meditation, just like we yeah. were saying. So this is, that's our time. Um, it's a good, good exercise to be yeah. walking and talking at the same time. So that's, and then we decide while we're walking, if we're working the rest of the day, if we're doing more time blocks or if we're going to go do something fun. Okay, so. cool. Yeah, yeah I, I like that because I, I do. I walk every day as well, except for Sundays. That's uh, you know the shout out to Lebowski. That's the Shabbos. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like that connection. I definitely try to meditate. I do all my stuff in the morning, break before the break of dawn. Before the, it's still dewy, the rabbits in the area are still hopping around and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Crank out a nice little five k and then uh, start the day. Nice. But uh, yeah, I I, <clears throat> I kind of. Tr- uh, I, I don't think that I've been meditating the I don't think I've been meditating the entire time, but it's more than likely what I've been doing the entire time. Definitely. I've, I've been doing that since like uh but uh, I say April of last year, April twenty twenty. Awesome. So yeah, just trying to go strong on that. Whenever the gym shut down, I was like, What are you gonna do? That's so, great. Yeah, you're yeah. Gonna ride the couch. You're gonna surf the couch or are you gonna get out there and <laughs> you know, uh get a little vitamin D or something like that. So <laughs> All right, so you you do that. Uh, what goes on? You have the lunch. How's the evening wind down, or the second half of the day? Second half of the day. I'm I'm a morning person. Okay. I'm not worth a whole lot at the end of the day. You go to bed uh, early. I I mean yes. I used to be about staying up all night mm-hmm. and all that and partying hard, you know. But um, I I enjoy my sleep if I can squeeze in like reading a little bit before bed or something. Then. You know, I get a big pat on the back yeah. by myself yeah. if I can stay awake long enough to read, you know, yeah. <laughs> read more than 10 minutes. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, my husband and I like to hang out. That's our time. Cool. My kid goes to bed about 7.30 or 8. Right. So we'll spend just a couple hours just like hanging out, being friends. You yeah. Know. TV prominent in the house or no? No TV. No TV. Yeah. No TV in the house at all? We've never had There's a TV a in scene. our house. Look at that. Okay. I mean, I'm... My kid watches Curious George on a on tablet, um, and stuff, on like a on tablet the, yeah. thing his grandma got us. Um, yeah. And of course, now that we have that, you know, it, it shows you how much like all your attention is drawn to it. Yeah. I try to not let him watch a lot of it, but yeah. if, even if it's That's running it. in the background, it's such a distraction. Yeah. And I always found it one of those, you know, when you walk into someone's house, like the the, the like the main piece of furniture in their house when you walk in is this giant tv mm-hmm. and i just i like the idea of not having one in the living room it like forces people to talk or yeah. do something else or you almost know. like a parlor room right yeah i think we used to call those back <laughs> then yeah that's cool parlor room all right excellent well thank you but thank you for breaking down the day i dig that i like it a lot look at that randy savage just toppled over you gotta get a stand for him um okay so uh 
what so of your morning your day routine what's one thing that you can't live without the like biggest one of those things you can't live without I mean, you could say like interaction with your son or your husband, but like, what else on that one? Those are those are kind of the, the givens. God, I hate. I don't want to say coffee, but it is coffee. Okay. I I drink way too much coffee. Yeah. How many are you do in a day? <sighs> I'm, how many cups, sir? Like, so I brew about eight cups, eight cups, and I hog all of it pretty okay. much. <laughs> uh, I hog a lot of it. What are you using to brew? Because the the uh, we here at the Doctor's Orders podcast, we love coffee. Yeah. We got a lot of people that are digging on coffee. Um, one of the other guests, uh, uh, guest number uh, twenty for Volume Two. Shout out to Julian Malby. Thanks for coming in. But he does uh, uh, him and another friend of his do. They are roasters, coffee roasters, and they get mm. these like. Um, uh, beans from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing some tremendous stuff, and they do the nitro brew too, and they do like mm-hmm. a, a lot of Mexican. Uh, 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 let's see, like the the jugos, the juices, or the the agua frescas and stuff yeah. like that. So um, that's cool that you that you do that. But uh, uh, what are you using to brew? You're a Keurig person or Mr. Coffee or no, what's going on there? We're, French? We're Chemex people. Uh-huh. Yeah, we. I mean, coffee's a ritual, uh-huh. you know, and I think it should be savored. And yeah. uh, you know, you should buy good coffee. Cause, yeah. Uh, so we, you know, we take our time. I do have an electric kettle, which I'm obsessed with. I yeah. use it a hundred times a day. That's cool. I drink tea throughout the day too, but, Good. um, yeah, we're Chemex people. And okay. I think that we got that from Costa Rica cause everyone in Costa Rica brews their coffee in a, you know, a sack, like a little sock. Tell, tell me about that. Cause I don't know. So when you say Chemex, I don't know what you're talking so about. So Chemex, it looks like a, uh, it's like a, you know. It's like a two foot little beaker. Mm-hmm. Looks like a science experiment with uh has a little like sock like filter okay. in it and you put the ground coffee in it and you pour hot water over it nice and slow. Okay. That's it. It's, it's so simple. Would you call that a pour over? Or yeah. No? Okay. Call it okay. A pour over. All right. All right. Okay. I think I'm kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of seeing what you're doing there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee's tremendous. I love it. The wife downstairs, she's been kind of like trying to get away from it. She's saying like she's addicted and like I don't know. It's coffee. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, more, more power to her. I love it. I, I drink it. I get a cup every day. It's, I, I do uh, yeah. drink too much coffee. I will admit that. You know. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a, a two person guy or a two cup guy. I just do one. one. I would like to dial it down. Yeah. I, think I you, should dial it if down. If you want to, you can. You're, I think you But you also, uh, um, you work in a coffee... I work in a coffee shop. Coffee shop. A couple there days a week, too. Does um, your husband work there as well, or no? My husband uh, manages a brewery in oh. North Austin, uh, the Brutorium. Yes, we were talking about that. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. We're craft beer people, too, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, if you, uh, Freaks and Geeks, if you're in the Austin area and you haven't been out to the Brutorium out there uh, across the street from the old Highland Mall, uh, go out there. It's a tremendous little spot. They got a lovely little back patio, some good food. It's great. I love that spot. It is, yeah. Um, and and then when that train, when the train line opens up, it's gonna. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think we have a train anymore at the moment since they're working on it. But it used to run right there, right? And yeah. It was almost like a pit stop or something. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. Do you go out there a lot over there? Um. I, well. I did. We we're we're sharing one car between the two of us right now, mm-hmm. and since we live in Lockhart, that's quite a ways. Um, so not recently, our car actually got hit mm. out in front of our house. It got totaled oh. while we were eating breakfast yeah. a couple weeks back. So we've been one car short, and yeah. honestly, like it's been this awesome blessing in disguise because yeah. working together, I haven't been out of Lockhart. 
gotcha. this is a treat coming yeah. here. Yeah. Well, thank, well, thank, thank you for coming. <laughs> you, you thank you, that, thank you, thank you. Got that small town thing going yeah. on now. I, I work literally two blocks away. At um, you doing a lot of walking? No, so you just walking to where you yeah, go? Walking to work? I'm, That's good. I'm two blocks away. I good, walk good. to the El Dorado, which is the coffee shop I'm working at. Yeah. Um, yeah. How long have you been there? Uh, since it opened, opened about four or five months ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you get up there? Do you have to go? Do you have to walk into the store and then up? That's the there? toughest part. Nobody can find it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's one of the oldest buildings in Lockhart. It's such a cool building because it's um, on the second story, right? It's on the second yeah. story. You got to walk through um, this old like skeleton key door to like go upstairs. Do you have to walk through the establishment that's downstairs? No, no, no. So you, it's got its, its own. It's got its own person. entrance. Okay, on, um, on Main out. Street, Main and San Antonio down there. Okay, it's a cool spot. It's yeah. really nice. Got good vibes. I have heard about it, but I, I've seen like, I, man, I think I saw the grilled cheese sandwich or something oh, like that yeah. recently, and like the the pint that it comes with or something. The food is insane. That's cool. Yeah. I have to check it out. Pastries. I, I got like, We've got like the most amazing pastries. Does it have? Dugan. Does it have any? Uh, um, connection with the establishment downstairs it does yeah um uh, there's a family of owners Mm -hmm. um that are in cahoots with the little trouble which is the cool little bar down below yeah that's the underground one right Mm -hmm. yeah okay all right, cool. Yeah, yeah I, it's been a minute since I made it out to the old LOC, but uh, uh, we'll see. <laughs> it's it's definitely boom, booming, booming, booming. It you, is. You, we spoke earlier that you were a, a, an Austinite. I am as well, but um, on your level that you spoke of, that you, you went to your early schooling, your middle schooling, and then you went to Dallas for your high schooling, mm-hmm. um, I went and did like my middle schooling and high schooling out there. Yeah. In Lockhart, so oh, it was a very much a culture shock from yeah. from the the city of Austin. And I I used to go to school uh, when the Brutorium wasn't there before those days. So I went to school like th- there's a Riley Elementary, which is right next to there. That's where I went to school at. Um, cool. So that's tremendous. Uh, mm-hmm. let, let's get to something something random. Let me ask you okay. a, a couple of randos here. Oh, let's see. How much do you love what you do? And uh, is there time when you hate it or struggle with it? Speaking oh speaking on the, I guess, the crafts craftsman, or just yeah. in general, you can incorporate the uh, um, working in the coffee shop as well. Just... I I love what I do now, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I bartended for years, which was um, a really great way to learn how to interact with, with people of all different kinds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I learned a lot of skills there doing that, and I'm very grateful for that. But um, I love what I do now because I'm the boss yeah. and I love working with my hands. It's so grounding and it's rewarding. I get to be creative. You know, um, the opportunities are endless with yeah. leather. I mean, you know, you can you make, you can, everybody's you, got yeah. an idea to share with you. Oh, you should make this. Oh, you should yeah. make this. I mean, one of the hardest things is just reeling it in and being realistic with like yeah. your time. Um, the hardest part about it would be just managing my time with a kid, uh-huh. um, just trying to be fair with my time and my husband's time, things like that. Have you got him to make anything yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, he's he's my master stitcher now. That's cool. I got him stitching for sure. Cool. That helps me out so much. Um, and I'm, I'm like the biggest grandma when it comes to like Instagram yeah. and uh, the computer. If I look at a computer, it implodes. So <laughs> I, I need his help, you yeah. know, printing things like the simple things. Um, 
he's really good with that. And he's just like, he's so supportive. Yeah. He's, he's always encouraged, encouraging me to like, do it. Just say yes. Yeah. You know, that's cool. Reach out, go, go stop by, cool. you know. Cool. And what about your son? Has he, well, he's almost two. Mm-hmm. Has he made anything, done anything? Uh, he, who? he has his own little box of tools. Shown curiosity? <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely. Um, he's really into sweeping right now. I got gotcha. um, So I, you know, I'm like, sweep the shop. The you hand. Know, here you go. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Get to work. Sweep, sweep the shop, kid. Work from the way up. Yeah. That's the entry level position there. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as he can take the trash out, we're in business. Oh yeah, that's gonna be it right there. <laughs> okay, so let's go back into uh, back in time a little bit. And um, do you have any? Did you have any favorite cartoons as a kid? And also, what about favorite cereals? Ooh, uh, well, favorite cereal is easy. That's Cocoa Krispies for okay. me, mm-hmm. no okay. doubt. And that's Rice Krispies, right? Yeah, yeah, those are tremendous. Those I, are I, favorite. I like the. Uh, Fruit, fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles, but cocoa ones. The cocoa yeah, those ones. those are really good. The cocoa is out of sight. I think it's because my dad always used to put two cereal bowls in the freezer, and uh-huh. he'd put the milk in the freezer, oh. and then like, you know, it'd be kind of like a late night snack, yeah. and he'd be like, he'd get the bowls out, and they're ice cold, That's... and shake the milk up so it was all icy, so yeah. it's kind of like a special treat. And it turns to chocolate milk afterwards. And it turns to yeah. chocolate milk afterwards. I like that. Yeah, That's it's excellent. Like, yeah, it's, it's usually a, like it's a, a two-bowl trip. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely an advantage that the non-choco cereals don't like. While their milks turn to other flavors, this one's turning into chocolate yeah. milk right there. But excellent. <laughs> what about the cartoons? Oh, uh, cartoons. Mm. Were you a cartoon person? Uh, I mean, I watched like the 90s cartoons, mm-hmm. like Rocco's Modern World, mm-hmm. you know, like Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. I loved Beavis and Butthead. I was never excellent. a Simpsons person. I think okay. I could have gotten into it, but yeah. I just... I don't know. I kind of dropped off. Beavis and Butthead was great. Beavis and Butthead Mike was Judge, great. Mike Judge, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, not, not not a whole lot. Okay, cool. Excellent. All right, so um, so they're going to make a movie about you. Who's going to play you? Mm. Who do you want to play you? Ooh, that's tough. Uh, well, I mean, Uma Thurman would be uh, really hot. Uma's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I'm kind of like a Kill Bill fantasy kind of person. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad sure. you, I dig that you bring that <laughs> I would up. Like I would like to be it. in that kind of movie maybe. Yeah. Action. Um, who's her her uh, stunt double Zoe Bell, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, she so that's tremendous. She was in the uh um well, she's been in a lot of stuff on the stunt level. She was also in um Once Upon a Time in uh, Hollywood. Yeah. As yeah. Uh, Russell what I don't know what's his name? Russell uh it's not Russell Crowe. What's his name? I can't. Kurt, Kurt Russell. It. Kurt Russell's husband. Kurt Russell's wife. Goldie Hawn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. No. Is it? That's who. Which I love Goldie Hawn too. By the way. Was that her? Uh, that's who that was, or was it played? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was Zoe Bell, but who knows? I don't I know. Don't we'll know. see. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll have to look that one up. So excellent. Uh, so we're getting we're gonna get Uma. We'll get, we'll get Uma on the line. She does listen to the podcast, and we'll uh, we'll let her know. Perfect. That, yeah. yeah. Tell her I want to be your next stunt devil. There's a new role mm-hmm. gonna come out. Excellent. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Do you have a bucket list? Um. I mean, I have places I want to travel to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I've I've been super fortunate. Uh, places I've been, um, I've seen Stonehenge. I've oh. I've hiked the Great Wall of China with my husband. Um, him and I got married actually um, 
on March 20th. We've been married nine years, March 20th, too, okay. coming up. Excellent. So, um, Congratulations. But we got married in Gibraltar on the same day and in the same office as John and Yoko did, too. So we always... Wow. Yeah. That's try, excellent. We try to put, you know, I like travel goals. Yeah. So I, I, I want to go to Japan real bad. Yeah. There's a few Buddhist, Buddhist temples I want to go visit there. Cool, and, cool. Um, yeah. Badass. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Do you have any siblings? I have one sister. Okay. Um, she lives in Montana. All right. Um, and um, yeah, she's a really awesome artist, mm-hmm. free spirit. Cool. Um, she runs a hot sauce business called Witch Mountain. All right. That Shout she out just to Witch launched, Mountain. and it's amazing. Egg. It's so good. Cool. And well, I'm just saying that because she's my sister. It's, yeah. It. She really is good. Were you a test a test dummy? Yeah. For the sauces? Send me all yeah. the sauces. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, do you speak any other languages? Um, a, a little Spanish. Okay. All Poquito. right. All right. Mm-hmm. There we go. Oh, uh, let's see. What is this? Uh, how did this project begin for you? This uh, leather, uh, um, your leather craftsman project? Um, when my husband and I moved to Asheville, North Carolina, um, it was only a week before I found an ad that was asking for an apprenticeship at a leather shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and interviewed with my cowboy hat on, my cowboy boots, and I went in there, um, you know, I, I can learn. Um, and the owner there, his name is Everhecht. Um, I'm so grateful for him. Uh, he definitely you know, held my hand, encouraged me to learn as much as I can. and Good guider. Yeah. And I learned so much there. Um, I worked at a shop that was called Paul Taylor Sandals. Okay. Um, it had been there for like 30 years yeah. or something. He had bought the business from the original owner. Um, they made, we made um, like the old hippie sandals uh-huh. where we trace your foot, fit your arch, yeah. the, you know, the leather sandals and custom belts and bags and everything else. But um, people would always come into the shop and be like, hey, uh, do you make, uh, you know, this and mm-hmm. that and this and that? And they were asking for, like, fetish gear. And it was the yeah. one thing that we didn't make. So, um, you know, once I was comfortable, I asked my boss if I could start taking on those projects. I stayed yeah. after and started making money that way on my That's own. Cool. Um, soon I kind of I came up with my own line of fetish gear yeah. and put them in um, a few different, like, shops around Asheville, some different right. uh, lingerie shops. Yeah. Um, they're still there. There's a shop there called Vava Voom that's so yeah. awesome that I sell a bunch of gear in. Um, so that's how it started. I like that you found the, uh, you found, I don't want to say, I'll say it, but you found the weakness in the establishment and yeah. what they weren't providing. You're like, all right, well, let's get it. Right, yeah. They, they, you got uh, X amount of people coming in asking for this, and they're walking out with without it. So next time they walk in, they'll be able to walk away with it. There's a market for everything, yeah, you know? And, I believe it. Um, yeah. I be- do you believe, while I believe that, do you believe in ghosts or aliens? Ooh, uh, well, uh Yes and yes. Yes and yes. Uh, I, you got any I, stories I, or insights on uh, that? I believe in like, I'm not going to say I don't believe in something because I don't think I'm the authority to say I know, uh-huh. but... um, You ever seen anything like that? Um, I've definitely had feelings here and mm-hmm. there. Um, the building that El Dorado, the coffee shop I work in, is supposed to be super haunted oh, and I'm always bad. there early in the morning, like six in the yeah. morning, so I'm, I'm always looking for ghosts, you yeah. know? I'm always like waiting for the, you know, yeah. turn the corner. Hadn't yeah. happened yet, but maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> Call out to it. Aliens, most definitely, though. Okay. If they're not already here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If they never left. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, have you ever seen anything like that? An unidentified so and so or whatsoever? 
not I mean, a not a weather not a weather balloon. <laughs> unidentified, I feel like is so broad because uh-huh. I'm like, I mean, just some of the crazy animals that are here on this planet right now. You can't even who, yeah. who knows? You yeah. know, yeah. I think I think there's there's more senses than just our six senses. You yeah. know, so yeah. Excellent, yeah. excellent. <laughs> okay, let's just do a few more. I would say like two more on these randos, okay. and then we'll crack right into cool. it. Uh, what do you like most about beer? Ooh, um, well, it, I like that it's so versatile. Mm-hmm. I like that uh, there's a beer for every different situation, different meal, different trip, whatever you're doing. You know, like you know, if I'm sitting on my back porch, I want to drink a Pacifico. You mm-hmm. know, but. Uh, this is your go-to? This is my go-to. I got you. Cool. Um, yeah, a Pacifico. Um, you know, if you know, if it's cold out, you yeah. know, you might want something a little heavier. You, you like know. a stout or a porter? I love stout okay, and porters. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm not too big on them, but t- tell me more about those. What, what got you into into that? Um, I mean, I'm not much of a winter person, so I'm looking for all the, yeah. I'm looking for all the good Take things. I'm taking, yeah, I like around. hot tubs. I like, uh-huh. I like, you know, dark beer. Yeah. Cool. 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 <laughs> you know, um, let's see. Do you like, uh, uh, do you like any seltzers? The hard seltzers? How do you feel about that craze lately? Not a big fan of the hard seltzers. Okay. Honestly, I kind of feel like it's, uh, I don't know if I want a seltzer, I'll drink a seltzer. Yeah. If I want a beer, I'm gonna drink beer. Yeah. I would recommend, uh, uh, Deep Ellum. Uh, their uh, well, their brewery, but also their uh, hard seltzer. That's some good stuff. Really, I've yeah, never, yeah. and you know, I'm not talking from experience. Yeah. I haven't had them, but yeah. I, I would try. I'm not one of those other uh, mainstream uh, seltzers, whatever their names are. No, no, no. I, I stick with them. Yeah, the deep <laughs> It's called Blind Lemon Seltzer. Blind Lemon it's Seltzer. Great. Okay. It's great. I try it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so I right, got last one for you. Okay. Do you have any hidden talents, or do you have any? Tell us something that that uh, uh, the freaks and geeks wherever they're at um, would be surprised to know about you. The fl- uh, yeah, I, mean, I can you recite to- the Greek alphabet for some reason, and I don't remember where I learned that. Okay, that's a weird thing. What? How do you? <laughs> how, what is? Uh, uh, let's see. What's uh, S? Oh, I just know it in the order. It. Oh. I just. I know it by. I must have learned it in like grade school, yeah. and it stuck. Okay. Which I wish other things had stuck. Like, why did that? How did you learn the Greek alphabet in grade school? Yeah, I don't that's know. Interesting. That's like, I why know. Did, yeah. I don't remember learning it, but yeah. it's just one of those things that's there. Yeah. Gosh, I wish I could replace some information in my brain with other things. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of Seinfeld quotes and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Brain, so. Seinfeld yeah. for sure. <laughs> So there's a lot of those that are taking up space in the old uh, the cranium here. Well, thank you for the uh, the random questions. Um, you did tremendous on them. Let's move on to the then and now. So, um, how was life growing up? Uh, you say you grew up in Austin. Um, how was life growing up there for you? And uh, uh, yeah, just let's go with that. How was life growing up in Austin for you? Um, growing up in Austin was amazing. Um, I'm I'm so lucky. Um, I have a pretty large family that all live in the Austin area. Okay. Um, three aunts, three uncles, yeah. you know, my aunts all own horses and do the farm life thing. Got the hippie, got the hippie farm yeah. life going on. So we okay. were, were always around, you know, animals and the outdoors growing up. Um, uh, we were always hanging around in the lake and, you know, the rivers and yeah. Barton Springs Tremendous. and, um, music, you know, music yeah. is such a big part of my childhood. Yeah. Growing up here in Austin, did you go to those? Did you go to any festivals back in the day? Whether it's the South Bys or the ACLs oh, yeah. or anything like oh, that. We were always at all the ACLs. Yeah, um, yeah, the Saxon Pub. Yeah, 
I hope it hangs. I hope it hangs tight. Yeah, I hope. I don't know. I, I hope a lot of them hang on. Continue to hang on. It's so it's difficult. Like yeah. the 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 ticket values now are through the roof because it's it's what it has to be yeah. for to make up for for all that stuff. It's hard to get a. You can't buy a ticket for that show that you bought two year, a year no. ago. It's not even, it doesn't no. exist anymore. So it's, It was cool, though. It, it, it's cool. To, we got such a cool culture growing up here in Austin, just like, uh, you know, the Mexican culture with like that honky-tonk yeah. thing we got yeah. going on, too. It's just so unique. When you go anywhere else, uh, you know, you start missing Austin yeah. real quick. Yeah. So being in Austin, is there a place in your heart for a breakfast taco? Oh, um, Bolden Creek. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is my spot. Someone said, I think, okay, I think I knew. All right. Bolden Creek. Is that, that's on like, is in East Austin area? It's on Mary Street and South First. Okay. And South First, like south of the river. South I don't know First. why I know that name. Someone has brought that up. It used to be the caffeine dealer. Okay. And then they changed Bolden locations, Creek. but it's Bolden Creek. It's okay. the best breakfast place, best yeah. vegetarian restaurant. I'll have to check it oh, out. Oh, man. Their tofu scramble. Get All right, so uh, so this being then and now, then who is your best friend, and now who is your best friend? Growing up, ooh, um, um, then I had a best friend named Bevan Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lives in Dallas now. She was definitely so you still talk with her. Yeah, still, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Um, I was a bridesmaid at her wedding Tremendous. a couple months ago. No, a year ago. Time's flying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was definitely my trouble. Her and I were total trouble together. Okay. Skipping school, doing all the bad things, you know. <laughs> the fun things. It, the only time I ever went to jail for a moment, her and I got oh, to yeah. sit in there together. Uh, like, yeah, she was my buddy. And, let's and, never come back here again. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's my buddy in crime for sure. Yeah. And uh, she's still a good friend because she's one of those people I don't talk to for, you know, six months and yeah. I can just pick up the phone and be like, What's up? What's up? Yeah. You know. Excellent. Excellent. Um, now, I think. Especially, I've discovered a new best friend with all of this cor- coronavirus stuff going on. Uh, her name's Brooke Keller. She lives here in Buda. Okay. Um, her and her husband, same age as Ryan and I, my husband and I, um, and they had their kid five months before we did. So we have lots uh-huh. of similar yeah. interests, and our kids are buddies. To reach out and ask questions yeah. and help, advice and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, she helped guide me through like pregnancy mm-hmm. and being a mom, and she really is just like the most generous and kind-hearted person she she holds space for people like no one else i've been around cool i mean we're car shopping right now i've been looking at cars and i just mentioned it last week and she called me today and was like or sent me a text today and was like hey how's car shopping going like she remembers things you say which is just unique nowadays yeah i love that i love special people all right so what about books so this is this is a large question here. Okay. So books, movies, music, or TV favorites, then and now. And you don't have to you don't have to drop all of them if you want to stick with one of those. If you want to stick with two, but what what were the ones of those from your past and of your present that you really got down on? Um, a book that always stuck with me was, um, of course, the Tao Te Ching. My mm-hmm. dad passed on a a copy of the Tao Te Ching. To me, that uh, you know, I still have his post-it notes in it. Yeah, and I both that's are cool. into post-it notes. Yeah, uh, uh, so that's a special book to me, and it's one of those things I can open up and it just rings true every time. Yeah, you know, um, I loved the Four Agreements as another book that maybe I read in high school, okay. and it like it's always stuck with me. Um, 
And of course, I just went through a yoga teacher training. So mm-hmm. I, my bookshelf got a lot heavier through yeah. that um, with a bunch of amazing books that I'm, you know, chomping at right now. Yeah. Um, the one I'm reading right now is um, it's called The Wheels of Life. And cool. it's just, it's a it's diving into the chakra systems. Yeah. Um, it's like the Bible of chakra systems. If, you know, Western culture has taken the chakras, like, mm-hmm. you know, bumper stickers and everything else. Mm-hmm. But I was interested in like, you know, what the roots of it were. So this yeah, book definitely start. can explain it for How, you. The origin of it. Yeah. I want to know, I want to know Truth. what and why, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, another book I'm reading right now is um, Nonviolent Communication okay. by Marshall B. Rosenberg. And um, this book was suggested to me by Marnie Castor from Practice Yoga Austin. Okay. And um, she claims, you know, this book will completely change your life. Yeah. And it's... Um, about being mindful with every single thing that you say, yeah. like how much weight each word actually has. And if you're interested in teaching yoga or... The response, not the reaction. Have yeah. you heard that? Yes. I've heard that recently. That sounds like what you're kind of alluding at there. Yeah. You can avoid all types of anger and stress yeah. and anxiety and stuff by just, you know, the way we communicate with each mm-hmm. other and the way you communicate with yourself. Mm-hmm. All those things. Cool, cool, <laughs> yeah. cool. What about movies or anything like that from the past or, or from the present? I am one of those people that like, I'm always missing the joke because I never saw that movie. Oh, yeah. I'm always like, what movie? Yeah. What movie? I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, movies are kind of are over my head. You um, dropped the Kill Bill earlier? I dropped the Kill Bill, yeah. yeah. I like action movies. Okay. I'm an Arnold Schwarzenegger type of fan. All right. You the Chopper. Yeah, first right. blood type of person. No, if, they drew know, first blood. Yeah, okay. if I want to, you know, if I want to watch a movie, I want to like stand yeah. up and get into it. Like, yeah, you know, those are some cold I classics like action, right there. Yeah, those are I great. like action. Yeah. Do you, do you have a? How do you watch? Do you? Oh well, yeah, I don't have a TV, right? So this would have been in the past. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. All right. So uh, my next question for you: um, Do you have any life lessons that you learned as a kid that you still live by? Um. Special ones or anything like that? I mean, one of the most important lessons that I hope to pass on to my kid is just, you know, being aware of other people's time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm never late. I claim I've never been late to work, ever. You were early here. Yeah. Super early. I was was early here. Thank you. I've never been late. Mm -hmm. And if if I'm going to be, you know, if I think I'm going to be late, you let somebody know. Like, holding, you know, caring about other people's time Mm -hmm. is an important quality. Crucial. Yeah. 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 So that's one of those things that got to care about the others if they're going to care for you to do for you. You know what I mean? Time's all we got, you know? Yeah. I love that. I love punctuality there. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. What was your favorite place to travel? Uh, where was your favorite place to travel to as a kid versus and now? Favorite place to travel to as a kid? Um, definitely Mexico. Okay. The water and, you know, playing on the beach and all yeah. that uh, uh most recent travels um, my husband and i went to beijing china excellent uh, we probably had a few too many beers yeah. one night and that's kind of how we pick our trips anyways uh-huh. we, you always have to have a trip to look forward to so yeah. we kind of play spin the bottle with where we're going uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but we uh we went to beijing and we had the most amazing time that's we cool went and hiked the great wall yeah excellent how long were y'all out there for um, we were there like two weeks. Okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Was this before your son? This is before my son. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's a that's a feat right there. You you spoke earlier about drinking beers on the on the wall. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, that's tremendous. We, we hired this we hired this fella to drive us way way out 
uh, we paid this farmer who we actually climbed up like a ladder from his property onto like a part of the old wall. Uh-huh. And we hiked eight miles from, which doesn't sound like, a, like, I mean, it was like an all day thing, but Just walking up and it, down right? of crawling over rocks, like the old wall, yeah. it took all day. And the yeah. next day we spent, I mean, we were destroyed. Yeah. Our legs were jello, but yeah. it, best beer I've ever had. Cool. Do you <laughs> we remember were, the name of it? Ooh, I do not. No, that's all right. That's no, all right. we bought some beads and we sat there. A guy was sitting there with like a cooler yeah. and an ice cold, you know, an ice cold cooler of beer. Yeah. At the end, it was like eight miles. And we took a, uh, once we were at like the, you know, the like popular part of the wall, uh-huh. you could take like a toboggan, like this like slide all the way from the top of the Whoa. wall down back to where the buses were. Okay. It was awesome. Wow. I'll have to look into that. I've never, <laughs> I mean, I know about the wall, but I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know much. So that's awesome. It was A lot wild. of great travels, great travel discussions. Um, what did you dream that you wanted to be as a kid versus what do you dream to be now? I definitely wanted to work with animals. Um, I always pictured myself like working with horses. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because. Um, Your family, right? Have yeah. You know my All my aunts, you know. My aunts trained horses yeah. or raised goats, and yeah. um, so you know they were my heroes growing up. So definitely wanted to work with animals. Can you do the whole roping thing? Oh yeah, yeah, I love to cool. ride. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been riding in a while, but um, yeah. yeah. Have you made a saddle yet? I have not made okay. a saddle yet. That's I'm cool. working my way to that. For excellent, sure. excellent, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you wanted to work with horses, you wanted to or with animals yeah. uh, when you were growing up. Uh, what about now? What's the dream now? Um, the dream now is to just be self-sustainable. Yeah. Um, I like I said, I value time. Yeah. I value other people's time here and now, living yeah. in the moment. So um, I figure working for yourself is probably the best way to do that. Yeah. You know, I control my time. Yeah. I don't. You know, um, I can work as much or as little as I want. Like, yeah. You know, the reward is how much I put into it. So. Yeah. Um, and you know, the ultimate goal is for my husband to, us both to do this together. Yeah. Um, so ideally that's hopefully where we're headed. Excellent. Tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. Um, all right, let's go with, uh, do you have any hobbies or obsessions uh, from your past and from now? Um, hobbies, um, my husband and I have always played music together. Cool. He is an amazing guitar player. Okay. Um, I am not very musical, but yeah. I love to do it. Yeah. Um, I've always played the drums. Okay. He plays guitar and we cool. just like, that's like our private fun time. Nice. Um, we've never recorded anything, uh, but we've always played music. We've yeah. always lugged all our instruments everywhere we've lived. Cool. You know, put them in our van. We'll like get rid of our kitchen table just as long as we could keep our drum yeah. set type of thing, you know. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, maybe like kind of a uh, back of my mind obsession would be to maybe record at some point. Yeah. Um, even for like my husband's sake, I'd love to do that because I know he would love to. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah, we call our we call our music Coconut Slug. Is Coconut our name. Slug. All right. And we've made a few like you know tracks. Tracks. Why why Coconut Slug? Uh, we play like Dark Surf. Okay. I'd call it like Dark Surf if All anything. Right. But cool. Yeah, we like to play loud and grungy. Yeah. It's kind of like our outlet, but it's always been kind of a consistent that's obsession awesome. for us. Harder so, with a kid though. Yeah, I will yeah, say yeah. that. Yeah. All right. What about as you're uh, growing up? What about that? Any hobbies or anything like that? Um, 
my parents, I mean, my parents definitely pushed me into sports and stuff. Okay. I, I always played soccer. Or, so you weren't that major into the fine arts as far as like a, a music then when you were growing up? No, you know, honestly, like my parents didn't play music. Yeah. They played the radio, you yeah. know, like. But they uh, weren't, they didn't have a guitar in the house or a piano no, or anything like that. No, I wish yeah. they would have. Yeah. Um, I wish I were pushed in that direction when I was younger. I, I probably would have been uh, more satisfied with yeah. music at this point. But um, yeah, it was more like sports. I, I played tennis and basketball in okay. high school. Um, so yeah, I was always like in tennis lessons or right. like golf lessons yeah. or like that kind of thing outside of school, like being a kid. Do you think you still have a, a high competitive nature? Definitely. All yeah. right. Cool. Yeah, I, I I like to pretend like I don't, but yeah, yeah, you know. Well, no, like if if that's instilled in you, like it was. But was that at the high school level, or was that way from like uh, uh, I, I call it like Pop Warner, but like the youth sports leagues, or was that more in like middle school? When did that start? The sports. Uh, when I was a kid. I mean, okay. I played when I was itty bitty. So was, this was like elementary area. Oh like, yeah. You know, okay. And yeah. Then it just I was always all the way play, up. yeah. Cool. You, you know, when the any? kids just like travel around in a tiny like mob on the yeah. field. Did yeah. you ever do any like league uh, uh, basketball or anything? Or was it all for the school? Yeah, I played um, league basketball. And then <laughs> Austin used to have this basketball camp every summer called like Pips. Okay. That I was in like every summer, but it was yeah. like learning cool basketball tricks. Yeah. Uh, but the... It got shut down because we had chain basketball hoops mm -hmm. and the our like coach was showing us all these like cool moves and he jumped up to dunk it mm -hmm. and he pulled his finger off because mm. he had a and ring on his finger. Ooh. Yeah. And it was all over after that. That's done. It's all over the shouting. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a favorite basketball player, male Ooh. or female? Mm, that's hard. I had a rooster that we named Larry Bird. Once. All right, yeah, cool. So, like, what it like? <laughs> where were you getting your basketball drive? Well, you're more. Did you you like tennis more or basketball more? Uh, I mean, the drive came from my my dad was like a pusher, like yeah. play hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't take the loss, go for the win. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool, excellent. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, all right, here's the last one on the then and now, and then we're gonna move on to another segment here. But okay. If you could go back, this one's deep. If you could go back in time with a message for yourself, what are you going to say? What are you going to tell them? What are you tell you? Um, Lottery numbers, something. <laughs> I would just tell myself to not take myself so seriously. Okay. To chill out a little bit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, maybe to be nicer to my body. Yeah. I would have treated my body a little better if I had yeah. known just... That's going to be, that's yeah. a crazy, like, think about, this is the first time I've ever asked that question, but like. It's a good question. Thank you. Thank you. You roll up to yourself when you're younger. Your younger self's going to be like, dude, get the fuck away from me. Who mm -hmm. are you? I don't oh, know. Yeah. Come, but it's, I'm me. No. You're right? a creep. Yeah. <laughs> no way, but I have so much information Golly. for you. Fuck off. I got to go. I have so many things I would tell my <laughs> younger self. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then like, would your younger self like, listen, that's the other, that's the opposite spectrum. Who I knows? Ho I hoped knows? I would. Yeah. I hope I well, hope my be, true self was in there. Yeah. You know. It's but. how would you get to talk with them? Because you can't go talk to your parents. You're like, I'm your, no, you're just some <laughs> old, wacky old person. Like, who are you? You're from the future? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. So excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I, I like that. 
Let's go on and let's talk about the the vegetarian practice, okay? All right. So, um, how long um, how long has vegetarian lifestyle been part of your life? Um. So, I mean, growing up in Austin, uh, you know, it's like meat and potatoes every day. Yeah. Um, but your, your parents didn't infor- like uh, observe. No, they that were total meat eaters. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I'd say about ten years ago, my dad was battling cancer, mm-hmm. and um, you know it was getting to the point where we were like looking for any solution, you know, all these like different trials and stuff. And then we kept reading about vegetarianism, veganism as being like a really effective way to slow the effects of, you know, terminal cancer. So, uh, the only way to get my very stubborn father to eat vegetarian was if we went along with him because we were buying Uh, groceries, we were, you know, well, that's good. We went in with him. Yeah. That's tremendous. It was support. It wasn't just like, yeah, eat that, and then we're going to be overturning, turning down on what we want to eat. You know, <laughs> that's cool. Good support system. Uh, yeah, on that. we 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 committed, and uh, it definitely caught on because we felt better. Uh, yeah. And you know, maybe because it was a younger self too, it, it like stopped like drinking so much yeah. or and all the other excess things. Yeah. Um, after he passed, we continued being vegetarian for years. Um. Uh, we're happy vegetarians. Um, and now it's kind of funny how it's evolved. Um, I believe in vegetarian lifestyle for some people. I think, yeah. I think everybody needs to, you know, Check it out. examine themselves yeah. and then decide what's the best diet for them. Yeah. Um, but just finding sustainable, um, good sources of food yeah. is the most important thing. Um, yeah. our thing now is we're never going to let anything go to waste. I mean, if we come to your house and you're cooking barbecue, if you're about to throw something in the trash, I'm going to eat it, yeah. you know? Um, more about not wasting things. Definitely, yeah. Because that that uh, that co- I don't want to say corpse. That being um, had its lifespan and like it didn't die. Yeah. It wasn't taken off this planet for nothing. You got to so, honor the yeah, animal. I just throw it in the trash. Yeah, you killed that, it just. To that throw seems it in like the trash. such a worse thing than yeah. eating meat. Yeah. It's just wasting it. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. What's your favorite uh, uh, favorite and least favorite vegetable? My favorite would be the stinky Brussels sprout. All right. The wife loves those. I love Brussels sprouts. Um, they just feel good to eat, you know. feels like you're getting the vitamins when you yeah. eat them. Um, you do the whole uh, uh, balsamic vinegar tossing of that? Yeah. yeah okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I like lemon on them. I yeah. put them in my Instapot or, I f- you know, do them in the oven so they're yeah. crispy. Um, I'm a collard green girl too. Okay. Love some collard greens yeah. and some cornbreads, probably like yeah. my favorite vegetarian meal. Nice. Yeah. I cook that a lot. Um, nice. least favorite would probably be, um, maybe the eggplant. It's okay. She's pretty, but yeah, I, I, you know, if I could go without one. If you fry her up, she's tremendous. Yeah. Oh, I love her fried. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> What's a piece not? of garden hose would be good <laughs> fried up too, you know. Oh, but. definitely. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, I don't agree on that. <laughs> yeah. But whatever, whatever. Yeah, she's, she's pretty. But. Yeah. What, uh, um, what's your favorite vegetarian dish? Um, definitely the collard greens and cornbread. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know, I like noodles of all kinds. Okay. We, we make lots of noodles. Cool. Do y'all do eggs? Yes, okay, we do cool, eat eggs. Cool. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. Uh, do you have a favorite vegetarian restaurant? Uh, I think I said it earlier. It's, I think it's you did. definitely Bolden Creek. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. just everything right. on their menu is good. Excellent. What about out of the state? Out of state, like out of the area. Is there a, a, like anything that sticks to mind as far as those restaurants in your travels? Mm. Like what would you do when you went uh, uh, to to the wall? Would you 
What'd you get down with there? I had a lot of meat there, actually. Okay. Uh, that uh, there are always these like people selling um, these sesame buns, mm-hmm. these awesome sesame buns on the street, and my husband and I definitely like we'd clean them out. You know? Yeah, and uh, you know, dim sum, of course. Oh there's, yeah, you know, right. there's like twenty four hour dim sum places yeah. that are like four stories high. Yeah, you go in there, people are like smoking cigarettes yeah. and like. Drinking beer and is that like the one where just like on the on the on the uh, conveyor belt? No, not the one. We, I've seen that. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that's excellent. I remember like a couple midnight runs to this really awesome dim sum place. Tremendous. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love I love a good dim sum. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your go to ingredients to cook with? Uh, definitely coconut oil. Yeah, I use coconut oil for everything. I put it in my coffee. Put okay. it in my base. Yeah, yeah. So I use that to cook with a lot. Um, it makes a killer popcorn too. Yeah, you use that yeah. With pop- yeah, we're big popcorn it. people too. Love so it, love it, um, love we it. do lots of coconut oil. Um, zucchini is always a good one. You can use yeah. it as noodles, a substitute for meat. You Little know, zoodles. Yeah, yeah, zoodles. Cool, cool. Yeah, zucchini's great. I, yeah. I dig that too. It's versatile. How do you feel about the sweet potato? Love the sweet potato. Yeah. I used to not like it, and then when I when I went on my little venture of just dropping, getting down with the veggies, uh, uh, we brought the sweet potato in, and I love that. But what about you? Uh, I love sweet potatoes. I I'm not into the like marshmallows yeah, sweet nah, potato nah, thing. Nah, That's nah, weird nah, to nah, me. Yeah, I don't like that. Though. I don't know what yeah, that is. No, Mm-mm. no, no. I, I hate that. I hate that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I'm glad no, you feel that way too. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it at all. <laughs> some butter and some salt and pepper on that thing. Yeah. It's just it's simple. And Toast so good. it up. Yeah, I like it. With, it, it makes. Some killer stuff with the grilling cheese. You ever mm, get down with grilling cheese? Yeah. Grilling cheese and some uh, 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 sweet potato, some tomatoes, some onions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Maybe a little avocado too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Sweet potato and avocado next mm-hmm. to each other work so well. Yeah. They're they're out of sight. Uh, <laughs> what about acai? Do you get down with acai? Acai? I, would eat, I eat some acai. I mean, mainly uh, in smoothies. Yeah. I do lots of smoothies and yeah. like oh, protein shakes. So, uh that's always in there. There's a spot in Austin that, since you're a coffee cat, um, it's a, a it's called uh, Blenders and Bowls. It's an Austin yeah. little institution, but they have an acai blend with coffee, and it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I it's forget cool. what it's called, but it, it's it's got coffee in it. It's that sounds tremendous. good. Really I'll try good. It. Um, you get down with Morningstar, or do you get down with Boca Burgers? What's up with that? That's um, that's what I kind of. That's how I got turned on to to. Uh, uh, Eating, you know, veggie based. Yeah, I mean, I would choose Boca over okay. Morningstar. There's a spicy chicken patty Boca burger yeah. that we buy, and like I yeah. cut up and put buffalo sauce oh. on it, make kind of like buffalo chickeny yeah. tacos. But even better than that, have you ever heard of corn? It's Q U O R N. It's like an orange box. Really? Or okay. It's made out of mushroom protein. All right. It's. It blows these two out of the water. I'll have to check that it's out. It's good. I mean, corn. For, okay. For a chicken substitute, yeah. like the texture and everything on it's right on. All right, I'll check yeah, that out. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you bring up those the spicy bokas because shout out to Duff Harris. He put me on those. Those are and, good. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> love them. Love them. Love them. Um, what about what's your favorite like cultural uh, cuisine? Uh, whether uh, I mean for your vegetarian cultural cuisine. And take it if you need to grab something out. You got it. Cool. 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 <laughs> Excellent. Um, I mean, love Thai food. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the name of the place. There's this little Thai place on uh, Mary Street in Austin. Okay. Uh, but um, I don't know. Yeah, love Thai food. Cool. Spicy. Yeah. Big. You know, I like a big pho bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You getting the tofu on all the on all those options or what? Yeah, okay. tofu people for sure. Yeah. 
definitely like, I mean, we, um, like Matt's the- El Rancho. We go do, okay. we go do our, you know, Tex-Mex, which, yeah. you know. Do you like uh, uh, the curries, the Thai curries? Yeah, I love, love them. Thai Those, curry. Oh, out of sight. Mm-hmm. I love them. We, even with uh, uh, we get down on the um, the tofu too. Like I'll get a tofu spring roll. I love those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even tofu in the uh, um, the curry, tremendous. Yeah, uh, I love it saffron. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh man, and I love the uh, the basil, tremendous or basil. <laughs> Shout so many out to beautiful everybody. spices. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Colors, a lot of good colors. Man, just different utilizations of, you know, tomato or potato or bell pepper. Mm-hmm. Even even the, uh, uh, like I just mentioned, the uh, uh, the basil. Love it, love it, I love feel it. like when people claim they don't like curry, I'm like, there's no way you've tried yeah. all the curries. Because yeah. they're, you know. Yeah. It used to be me. I used to claim I didn't like curry. Yeah, it's and like, then, I don't like curry. Yeah. It's like, well, there's so many kinds. That and coconut one is a that coconut. Yeah, come oh, on. Yeah, it's tremendous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost too good. Um, all right, so last one. Close it out. Um, what's your favorite non-vegetarian dish that you like from the past? past something that you're like man that's a slammer that's my yeah love it probably just because of nostalgic reasons i would say a flank steak Mm. that is a little overcooked with some ketchup because that's what my grandmother always had cooking for us we spent all of our time in our grandma's house she lived right out by the airport here in austin but uh, the mueller airport or the new airport the aba okay 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 all right um but I mean, every time we were over there, it was a baked potato, yeah. you know, canned green beans, yeah. a flank steak yeah. that's overcooked, yeah. and ketchup. You know, that was her. That's like what was always cooking, and it, not that that's like the best thing ever, but yeah. like it's 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 home. If that to were you. sitting yeah. on the table, I'd yeah. eat it right get, now get because it. just such a good memory. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, food can always bring those those solid memories. What kind of ketchup was it? Do you know? Probably was it Heinz? The, probably the terrible uh, fructose syrupy one. The Hunts yeah, or something like that. Probably so, but yeah, you know. dang it. <laughs> Heinz, Heinz is we're a Heinz household here and a podcast as well. Uh so that was uh that was our little vegetarian talk. I appreciate it. Hey, whoa, 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 freaks and geeks, let me talk to you real quick about our sponsor, the original, the OG sponsor of the Doctor's Orders podcast. Who is that, you may ask? Well, that's Green Belt Botanicals. And what do they do? Well, Green Belt Botanicals is the most trustworthy and reputable CBD dispensary in the Austin area. And if you're not in the Austin area and you can't drop in physically to one of their multiple locations around the city, then make sure you hit them up at greenbeltbotanicals.com. And just for being a listener, a loyal listener, a loyal freak and geek of the Doctor's Orders podcast. They've hooked us up with our official Freaks and Geeks promo code, and that's all caps Foot Doctor One Five F O O T D R One Five, and they're gonna cash us in. They're gonna help us out with fifteen percent off at checkout, in store or online, for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions about CBD, if you have any questions about any product reviews, go check them out. What do they got? They've got CBD smokables. They've got Delta. 8 THC smokables. They got CBD and Delta 8 tinctures. At, uh, multiple things out there. The CBD dog treats. They've got it all. They've got CBD infused uh, sparkling water, CBD infused chocolate, CBD infused taffy. There are many things. They've got a boatload, a wall load of CBD smokables, pre rolls, and they've got your loose flower as well. So please, freaks and geeks, head on over to greenbeltbotanicals.com, dive in and and explore the world of CBD, explore the world of hemp, because they're heading to the future, and they've got some tremendous things coming out. So 
head on over to greenbeltbotanicals.com, use that official Freaks and Geeks promo code, and continue to support the sponsor because the sponsor supports the podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Let's get into the goods, all right? Let's get into uh, okay. what you do. So uh, tell us about uh, Good Omen Goods. Um, how long has it been going down and why do you do it? It's been going down for about six, seven years now. All right. um, I told you uh, when I moved to North Carolina, I was I apprenticed under a mm-hmm. fellow named uh, Everhecht mm-hmm. at Paul Taylor Sandals, learned everything I knew there, uh, started making fetish gear. Yeah. Um, and that's just really where I was learning all the tricks of the trade. I started building up uh, my inventory of tools. Yeah. So many tools in the leather biz. Um, Does so it the, started. What, you got the the round head knife? I do have the round head knife. Cutting board? I have a cutting board. The uh, scratch awl? I have many scratch awls. All yes. right. What about the, the edge guide? You got that? I do have an edge guide. M- mallet? I have. I probably have most of these. The, I have yeah. the mall. The big heavy mall, okay. the light mall. The mall, mall, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do you, have you been to a Tandy store? Did I say that right? Yeah, I've been into a Tandy I've store. I've never even heard of that until I started like investigating into this it's, stuff. Where? What, what's, that, what's that about? What's a Tandy store? It's like the commercial leather store. So is, is Tandy a brand? I think it's a brand. Okay, okay, They okay. sell, you know, they, if you like wanted to make a, a medicine pouch uh-huh. necklace for yourself and you're like, where do I go get the crap yeah. for this? Go to a Tandy store. They have, you know, the basic tools you need. Yeah. They sell hides. I think their hides are tad expensive, not yeah. to be like snobby about it, but um, I prefer to buy through um, Weaver Leather, okay. I think is a wholesome company. Um, All right. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so um, who are some, well, you, you spoke about who you learned off of from uh, from back in, uh, was it North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Carolina? Okay. Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nashville. Uh, uh, but who are some of the other leather craftsmen that have inspired you? Um, and have you taken any of their personal techniques and added them to your style? Ooh, um, you know, uh, I can't think of names right off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Instagram has been like such a... Uh, a place for connections with makers and crafters and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's people um, that I'm always following who are doing unique things, like doing marbling painting on mm-hmm. leather and stuff, which I think is really cool. And uh, there's definitely a community there of like being supportive because you know every leather maker makes uh, a tote, every yeah. leather maker makes a, a knife sheath. Yeah. So like thinking that you're being unique by doing uh, you know a clutch, yeah, you know. It's better to be supportive, and um, there's a nice community there of like sharing tools and different tool makers and and stuff. Um, so yeah, I've, I've I'm just inspired by uh, seeing more women in the trade. I'd yeah. say it's definitely a male dominated uh, trade. Yeah. So watch watching more and more women come out. Tremendous. Yeah. And you're one of them. Yeah. Excellent. 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 Um, Let's see. Uh, what are your 10... Go- so back... Uh, we just spoke about the tools, but what are your... Uh, I say 10, but what are your go-to tools that you recommend for people that are interested in, in okay. doing this, uh, the, a leather craftsman? So um, I'd say the number one most important tool in leather craft is a sharp knife. Okay. Um, all the mistakes and things not being neat and clean is because your knife's not sharp enough. Yeah. Um, I go through so many blades and, uh, you know. Is that on the exacto scale? On the exacto scale, yeah. 
I mean, I, I, you know, every time you're making a new cut, get a new blade. That's number one. And everything's going to be so much better. Yeah. Um, You need a solid straight edge. Mm -hmm. Um, A stitching pony is nice so you don't hurt your back. Okay. um, Which my husband has learned now that he's my my stitcher. (laughs) He's like, this is killing me. I had to hook him up with a stitching pony, which is basically a horse you sit on and stitch. Um, You know, a good heavy maul, Uh a rotary punch. Okay. You need your own awl that feels good in your hand. Mm-hmm. My husband and I both have our own awls. I don't like him messing with mine. And he doesn't like me messing with his. You know. So it's a scratcher, right? Yeah. That's what that it's does? a pokey tool. It's okay. a poker. You know. But yeah, it's um, basically for lining out patterns before okay. you cut them. Cool. Um, a good sharp skiver, which is um, what you use to take a plane of the leather off uh, if right. you want it a little thinner, okay. like to fit a snap or to fit a rivet or something. Yeah. Um, again, just... Being able to sharpen uh-huh. a blade is like such a useful tool. Yeah. Um, and then I'd say just like a really good light. <laughs> you need really oh, good lights. Yeah, yeah, good light. I feel like the most irritating thing is when I'm like, I, I can't, you know, you can't see. I can't see. Yeah. I need more light, you yeah. know. But having good shop lights yeah. and air ventilation, just because some of it does get stinky with glue yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You got, any, you got an edge beveler? What's up with that? An edge beveler? Yeah. I do. I use a number three pretty much on everything. Okay. Um, and uh, same thing. You got to keep them sharp. And yeah. the second you start to feel like they're not working well. And either, those are wood, right? Uh, that, they got that... wood handles. Um, maybe you're thinking of a burnisher. What, the one that, has, that you put on there and it makes the sides smoother? That's a burnisher. Okay, burnisher. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. I actually have an elect- electric burnisher. It's like a... a it's like a little motorized. Has, okay. It has a buffer on one side and all a right. burnisher on the other for okay. doing like the edges of wallets and all. Yeah. Um, my most recent tool, the addition is uh, yeah. Tell we, us about that. We got a um, a laser machine, all right. and so now we're. I feel like we're expanding some because we're starting to put um, like breweries logos on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, key I saw fobs. some of that. Yeah, yeah. I did. and They're, like little little patches and stuff. Yeah, we can do patches and leather key fobs, things like that. If you have like a cool logo, we yeah. can put it on there. Um, but I feel like that's up in our game. So now, yeah. you know, now we can crank out. You know, you want a hundred, we can do it. You yeah, know, that's good. Kind of starting to expand into that. Whole Excellent, tremendous, area. tremendous. Um, all right, so let's see. Um, <laughs> what do you uh, you talk? We talked smells earlier, but uh, <laughs> there leather is huge when it comes to smell. That's one of the things that you think of when when you think of leather is the smell of it, and it's never for me. I've never had a bad experience with the smell of leather. Oh yeah, it, it's always it's, it's always tremendous when when it's newest, and then it kind of starts starts to teeter off a little bit, but. Uh, what about that smell um, do you like, and does it bring any memories up for you? I mean, it's definitely the most common comment when someone walks in your shop mm-hmm. or you know, walks up to your booth at a craft thing. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, the smell is so yeah. good. Um, it's definitely nostalgic. Yeah. Um, especially if you have any like history, like being around horses and yeah. saddles. If it's that orange and vanilla and mm-hmm. tobacco-y flavor mm-hmm. you know, in your nose. you know. Um, and I actually... I what actually, you got? Go for it. Go for it. I Let's actually see. brought you one of these. Oh, what is this? Um, so I make, oh, I heard about this. I make a leather hand sanitizer. Uh-huh. Um, it smells like a saddle shop. It's amazing. It Can I try like, it out right now? This, this, is, is, for, this is the first. This is for you. Thank you so much. This is the first for the Doctor's Orders podcast. Yeah. Gifts. We're going to try this live on the air. Let's <laughs> So I was doing, I was doing like markets and craft shows and all, 
And of course, you know, with COVID and everything going mm. on, you know, everybody's got to have hand sanitizer, but everybody's, you know, oh, it smells so oh, good. This you is know, great. It smells so good. This is ba- bananas. I know. It's addicting. Oh my goodness. I it, know. So, uh, when did you start making these? Uh, I started making this like around Christmas time just because it was doing craft shows and you had to have hand sanitizer. And I'm like, I'm going to make my own because everybody, everybody loves the smell of leather, you know? Dang. Have you seen this before? No, what? my I mean, my old boss and I used to joke with each other. We're like, if we, you know, everybody uh-huh. that came into the shop was like, "Oh, it smells so good in here." Yeah, we were like, if we could just put this smell in a bottle, and I'm like, I'm doing it, I'm putting it in a bottle. Dang, this is but this is great. Yeah, this is out of sight, and it <laughs> smells like this. It's legit, yeah. freaks and geeks. This happened live in the last like <laughs> uh, maybe a half a minute that I sprayed this stuff, and it's it it is uh, it is true to what it yeah 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 it'll sanitize it, your hands yeah. too, and it's still around. It's still sticking around, and I love that. That's what you want. That's what you miss from the uh, from leather. Is it lo- like I said? It loses its. Uh, uh, it smell after a while, yeah. man. So I, I, this question this is a pop up question right now. Mm-hmm. I don't don't. Uh, and if if this question gives away, like, yeah, I can't say that because it's going to oh, give away fine, my secrets. How do you get this to smell like this? I what mean, is that? It's it's tobacco and vanilla uh-huh. and a lot of the oils that uh, like saddle makers and stuff use. They use okay. like a real orange, yeah. so using like real orange essence in Ooh. there. I'm not going to tell you how I get the leather That's smell cool. in there. That's all, right. be, That's all right. I'll keep that my secret, but good, good, it's that good. orange, the sweet orange, because yeah. a lot of the oils that they use on nice leathers. Man, I orange, love this. Orange stink. Oh, thank orange you stink so much. in there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for that. that was <laughs> yeah. a, that's excellent. Oh, man. We're, we're, we're on fire here, Freaks and Geeks. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love that. So we talked smells, and you popped off with the 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 hand sanitizer right there. Um, so, wh- what's your uh, uh, your favorite leather good to make, and what's your least favorite good leather good to make? Did I ask you that already? No, no. no. Okay, I thought I did, but I had to triple check. Um, honestly, I really like making the fetish collars I make. Mm-hmm. Um, the starter that was a starter, the OG, right? That was the OG, yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe because it was the OG, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really, I, I pick the nicest leather I can find. Um, I use solid brass. Mm-hmm. So like, um, you know, since it's just a collar, it doesn't take me too terribly long to make. So yeah. it's like, it's satisfying to be able to make it from beginning to end in one sitting. Yeah. Um, I know that it's quality. It's beautiful when it's done. Yeah. It's flawless. Like it looks nice. Yeah. And I know that it's solid. So it, yeah. just, it just feels good to make something like that. Yeah. Um, Least favorite thing is probably making bag straps. Okay. <laughs> I make a lot of totes. Yeah. Uh, and it's not terrible, but just making bag straps always kind of save for last. Like I'll make a bunch of bags and then leave making straps to put on them to last because yeah. it just involves painting the edges. And I hand burnish them and it just takes a long time, makes your hands hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you get any like hand cramps when you yeah. use your hand? Because I used to do like some automotive stuff, and that's really tinkering, getting oh, in there, and you, you get the end of the day you're like, "Fuck, my hands hurt." Leather my is hands. so tough on your hands. Yeah. And luckily, I have real strong, real strong kind yeah. of tough hands. But um, yeah, if I were to make another product, it would be like some kind of like hand salve for yeah. hard workers. Yeah. Maybe in the future, but that, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hats off to you that you're doing that. I, I love that. Thanks. Um, so tell about tell us about your uh, leather crafting process from start to finish on just like one thing. I okay. guess let's do let's. I guess we can we can do it with the OG the yeah. uh, the collars. Sure. Uh, talk, even even introduce to us like the hide. What you're getting down with on the hide? Okay. Your preferred one. Um. So I for um 
for most things, we use recycled leather from the meat industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of buy what we think is fair square foot wise. You buy leather by the square foot. Okay. So I like to keep Thank it. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, but um, for the collars, I buy um, English bridal leather. Okay. And it's a full grain leather. Yeah. It's the highest quality you can get. It's a nine, 10 ounce leather, which is the same um, width. It's like a belt leather, belt weight leather. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, general neck sizes are around like 16 inches if yeah. you ask for something different. But um, I cut the strips out. I burnish them by hand. I hand paint the sides of them. Um, there's not a whole lot that go, goes into them besides just, you know, making sure there's no nicks and yeah. cracks or bumps. And, and how, how long does it take you to, I don't know, crank out? Five, five. If you if you if you got an order of five for a day, how long does that take? Um, five. I mean, I'd give myself two hours for five. Cool. cool. Would, now, if you were to make five of them, would you make them all in the same like? Yes. Do boom, boom, boom phase. All right. Now you're getting this. You've all had this, and now just all in phases and as like almost a batch. I'm definitely getting better at learning how to use my time wiser mm-hmm. when I'm in the shop, and that definitely comes from having a toddler. Yeah. And you know, he's napping for two yeah. hours. I got two hours. What am I doing? Yeah. It's time to get to work. So, um, yeah, I used to like diddle dick around in there, you know, <laughs> and piddle, but now it's like, okay, if I'm making one collar, I'm making five collars. Yeah. So if, and if you're pulling a hide all the way out to cut it, you're going to, it, you know, cut the full hide up yeah. is what I do, you know? Um, so yeah, if I'm making one, I make five Yeah. or you know, if I'm making bag straps, I make a bunch of bag straps more than so more than I have. Cool. That yeah. way, I got extras. And, Tremendous. Yeah, batching Plan, it out. Planning for the future. There, that's excellent. Um, all right, so uh, let's check this one out. Uh, what do you like uh, to work with most? The full grain? I think you may have said the full grain, the top grain, the split grain, the genuine, <laughs> the bonded. What's going on there? Uh, so full grain leather shows the imperfections. It shows range marks, mm-hmm. and I like that. I think. It's important to remember that this was a live mm-hmm. living thing, and that's a good way to honor the animal by recognizing and giving it more life yeah. and loving it and remembering it's an animal, you yeah. know, gave its life. Um, so I like that about it. Um, but yeah, we use top grain leather too. It just, it really, we look, you know, we look for price. Mm-hmm. The price, it varies quite a bit. And there's so many different ways to you know, dye leather or tan leather and all that too. So the price varies quite a bit. Yeah. Tremendous. Tremendous. Um, all right. This is the last one on, uh, um, on the goods is what's your favorite leather piece or garment or item that you have your, your prize possession in a leather piece or your one that's like, that's, that's my favorite. I know. I definitely know. It's, um, a bullwhip that I have. Um, it's this really beautiful bullwhip. Uh huh. Um, and the bullwhips have the they're a lot more ends at the. Yes. It's not just one single one. It's multiple. It right? takes skill to know how to make a bullwhip. Yeah. And I haven't made a bullwhip. I've made a solid bullwhip before, yeah. but not a braided bullwhip like the one I have. But uh, I was. It's just a fun thing to have around. Yeah. yeah. That's it's a cool. fun. Th- it's a fun thing to have around that I make sure it's oiled. And I like to play with it every once. All in right. Way, you know. Cool. 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 <laughs> Tremendous. What about like a a, a garment item, like a, a a piece for the uh, what what's it like the outfit for the day or something like that? Um, I mean, like right now I'm wearing a uh, I always wear 
Is that your little tie? I wear a bandana around my neck, and uh-huh. so I do a little uh, snap around my bandana okay. tie. I just feel like that's a way of voice. Yeah, I think it keep, keeps it cowboy. Yeah, and, that's uh, cool. Yeah, real nice. simple. But, but going back to the uh, uh, the horse upbringing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. think I like that. Like, do you, uh, your family ever smoke cigarettes? Anybody smoke no. cigarettes? No. Super anti-cigarette. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. The reason I bring it up is uh, just Marlboro is just running through. But, I, mean, <laughs> when you, it's, I, I click Marlboro stuff. Oh, um, cool. So well, I, I mean, yeah. I, do, I do deal... In um, vintage belt buckles yeah, too, yeah, so yeah. I I'd go through a lot of the old marble uh, buckles. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let me know whenever you come across those because I okay. I have one I have one that I purchased from you, which is the one that had like a, a sick ass like psychedelic Dodge van on yeah. it. Yeah, oh, I love yeah. van belt buckles. Yeah, those great. are always hard for me to not put in my own personal yeah. collection. I got a pretty dope <laughs> collection of yeah. van belt buckles. Yeah. Um, but that other, the Marlboro one I have is a brass and it's got a longhorn on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you've ever seen that one before, but yeah, I got that one uh, ironically from like some, what was it? Offer up. It was still in package mm-hmm. and still in case. It was like 10 bucks. I was like, what? Did what? Yeah. That's crazy. But awesome. Awesome. So yeah. let's move on into the flexible section. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, the yoga time. All right. Um, how long have you been practicing yoga and what started your interest in this, uh, uh, the stretch in the yoga, the practice? Um, I have done yoga on and off for years, like catching a class here and there, mm-hmm. um, but had never really, I, I haven't, I never went any deeper than that. Yeah. Um, a yoga teacher training is something I always thought I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but I, I got so much more out of this training than I ever would have imagined. Yeah. Um, yoga has a completely new meaning to me. Cool. You know, it's that's good. So far beyond a physical practice, yeah. it's um, it's really just like learning to become an observer in mm-hmm. your own life is really what yoga is all about. Drawing back to the meditation focus, yeah. You do that as well. Yeah, cool. holding space for people. Yeah, finding that like kindness is so important. I'd never put kindness so, you know, I've always been kind of rough and tough around the edges, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, being okay with emotions and, yeah. uh, yeah, just being, being more kind, especially to yourself. So you can be kinder to everybody else. Definitely. Is really what I've just pulled out of this. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Um, so walk us through your personal yoga routine. What's going Ooh. on with that? What you got there? How long <laughs> does that take? Or what are some of the, okay. the, uh, uh, poses you poses. do? Okay. Um, did so, I say that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Poses, asanas, uh, same thing. Um, so uh, I've definitely been taught most recently, and I definitely feel like I'm a newbie at, in the yoga world. So I don't want to act like I'm any kind of an expert on mm-hmm. it. Um, I've been doing yoga for years, but I feel like after you go through a training, uh, you're really at like the starting line. Then you you really you know you realize you know nothing. All of a sudden, there's so many things. Um, so. Um, I, I was I was told to teach what you're going through. You know, if you don't do headstands, don't teach headstands. Mm-hmm. If you don't do this, don't teach that. You know, you need to be teaching what so it's authentic. Yeah. And that's definitely my goal when I do start teaching. I, I just want it to be an authentic thing that I'm offering people. So um, my personal practice um, is usually about 30 minutes. Okay. Um, I usually start out uh, with like a body scan. I'll go through from head to toe how I'm feeling, just a quick check-in, Yeah, you know, um, what's out of balance, what feels weird, you know. Um, and then I do a little gentle movement, 
And this is the part where I'm being kind to myself cool. instead of just like slamming into something like I used to do. Yeah. Uh, punishing yourself for yeah. not, oh, I haven't worked out in a week. Yeah. So go get, for it. Do you it know, now. Make that up used for to, it. That's yeah. what I used to do. Now, yeah. now I try to take that time to ease into things, to yeah. be kind. Yeah, and that's not a good look to do. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you haven't done this for two weeks, so you're going to yeah. do all two weeks now and then <laughs> you'll be good tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then... You know, then I then I you know hit more like the warrior twos, the more the poses where you really have to. Is that something? These things? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, you know, where it involves a little more like of your muscles, like yeah. you know, and those poses. It's the pose is not the purpose mm. at all. The pose is there so you can observe the quality of your breath mm-hmm. and you can observe the quality of your thoughts. So when you you know you get the opportunity to observe where your brain's going when you're being challenged. Yeah. So just a little bit of challenge in there is good. A little bit of shaking, a little bit of being yeah. off balance. You should fall and laugh about it. Yeah. If you fall and get frustrated at yourself, then there you go. That's what you need to work on. Yeah. Some of this frustration you got, you know. Because, so, I mean, sure, I don't want to say you fucked up, but like you... You, you didn't fuck up. What no, you did you is you did. Yeah. What you did is you did it right because yeah. you actually tried. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, if you don't fall, then you didn't try hard yeah. enough, you know, so... Your brain has to be able to accept those things. So it's kind of, I don't know. So I do that, and then uh, then I take it down a notch. I, I like a lot of side twists and okay. stuff. Uh, I try to breathe into my side bodies a lot. I hold my breath a lot, I okay. think. Do you use the blocks at all? Um, you get down with that? Yeah, I have a set of blocks. Um, I should use them more. Are those more beginner, the blocks? No. No? Okay. Absolutely not. All right. Because I remember, I've done it before. Uh, I remember like in college, at the rec would always have yoga classes. I'm like, let's do it. It's yeah, free. Yeah. I'm already paying for it. Shoot you. Just sign me up. Yeah. And they would have the blocks and stuff like that. So that's why I bring them up. I definitely hope to, um, when I when I do start teaching, I, I, I want people to feel that, you know, those tools are there to serve you how you feel today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. You might be some kind of star athlete, but yeah. you know, today you might need to put your head on a block because yeah. you need to do what's serving you best in this moment. Yeah. So it's not for beginners at all. Okay, blocks cool. are there to, uh, are to support you, to help you. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What, what about a mat? Oh, oh, we were talking about the routine. The oh, routine. Yeah. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, yeah, and then you, you know. I like some twists, mm-hmm. some cool it downs, and then you end in what's called savasana or corpse pose. Child? Is that child or no? Um, savasana is actually on your back. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Child's yeah. on the child's like this, right? Child's pose. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Child's pose is definitely one of my favorite poses. Yeah. I like anything that stretches your lower back out. You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, savasana is um, probably the most important pose in um, it's the yoga. finisher, right? It's the finisher. Okay. Yeah. It's it's where you soak up all the work that you did. Yeah. Um, it's the meditation, it's the reward, you know, it's the dessert. So, yeah. Yeah. What are some, what are your favorite poses? Um, I like child's pose a lot. The one always feels good. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's I like anything that opens It's like up. a reset. Yeah, yeah. Reset. Pulled, you know, um, it's a tumbling, it's yeah. grounding, which yeah. I like any poses that you're close to the ground. Um, and then, um, yeah, I like bridge pose. Okay. I don't, I, like, know, I don't think I know that one. I like bridge pose. Is that, it's is it's that, opening your hips up. That's not, uh, not. I think, it's not, not, not downward dog? No? Downward dog is, is kind of like the home pose for me, I feel like. 
That's always kind of like where you can check in with how you are. Oh, that's this one. Is Bridge Cat then? There's or, a cat pose okay. too. Yeah. So what's Bridge? I don't know Bridge pose then. Bridge, you're actually um, you're actually pushing your like hips up into the air. Uh-huh. You're arching. Um, on your back? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. All right. But it's I a see very like heart opening. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very like releasing pose. It's a okay. good one to do right towards the end of your practice. I, I think I'm gonna start to like uh, check it out a little bit more. Yeah. I have been I, like I said, like I mentioned a second ago, I, I did it in college and I really liked it. Uh, I got a couple of mats downstairs, but I don't. Mm. I do a stretch, but it's not uh, yoga in like influenced or anything like that. They're just traditional, like just stretches for after the major walk and stuff like that. But it still kind of uh, tries to pull influence from the whole centering of yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to get it, more into it. You know, if if you're connecting your your mind mm-hmm. to your body then mm-hmm. it's, it's yoga yeah you know and yeah. it it really is it's it's for everybody cool. it's 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 funny how it's become this especially in the western world it's mm-hmm. just so unapproachable mm-hmm. or it just seems like it's only for some people yeah. or you know you don't have to have a six-pack in front of the grand tetons like yeah. this beautiful you know thing yeah. it's yoga is just making a connection yeah with yourself, you know? I agree. Oh, what what's up with the number one hundred eight? Does that mean anything to you? Um, so I mean, it's definitely a sacred number. Okay. Um, I just I stumbled upon it a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, earlier. it's you know in Hinduism, it's an important number. Um, on mala beads, it's how it's how many times you'll recite a mantra. Is um, that the number? Of, so are those the the like dark beads that you kind of like wrote? Yeah, it's it helps with meditation or if you have a mantra. You can run them through your fingers, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so you're reciting the yeah. mantra that many times. Um, the number 108 has a connection with, um, I mean, deep roots in Hinduism. It, it's over and over again, but it has something to do with the diameter of the sun and okay. the Earth's distance from the sun. Okay. And then the moon and the Earth's distance from the moon. Uh-huh. I could be saying that wrong. It's all good. But, um, you know. Nice, nice. Things, yeah. things like that have as much power as you believe to put into yeah, them. So, yeah. but but you're familiar. You have a familiarization yeah, with it. Yeah, it's. Um, You've bumped across. It's this. significant. Okay, it's cool. significant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, can you do the four, forearm balance pose? You do that. Um, I can do crow pose. Okay. That's that's my balance pose. All right. Um, past that, I'm 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 still learning. Excellent. Yeah. All right, crow, all right. Crow pose is my pose. It's my Excellent. peak. Is my peak pose right now. <laughs> I'll have to check that one out. I don't know. I don't know anything about that one. I don't know what that one looks like. But it's a good little arm balance. Cool. Do you know? Uh, have you ever heard of DDP yoga? You know, I haven't. Um, okay. I was going to ask you. Or you, what? what? That, I, oh, okay. I, I mean, mean, yeah. yeah. Um, well, do you know who DDP is? Okay, so DDP, uh, uh, his name is Diamond Dallas Page. Shout out to all the uh, the wrestling freaks out there. Do you know Diamond Dallas Page? <laughs> okay, I think I do know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, so he's been doing some yoga lately. Cool. But his is a little bit more like cool. uh, fast paced, and he's been having some a lot of success with it, uh, working with, you know... Uh, the past wrestlers that he, you know, would work with, talking about like all these, they put their bodies on the line to oh, do yeah. this stuff. While it is, uh, it, it's still a, it's a form of entertainment and it's a form of athleticism. Yeah. But it's not. Uh, while it is a show, it is entertainment. They're still sure. doing that. Oh you know? yeah. Um, 
and he's been working with a lot of people uh, in his in in the past, just wrestling spectrum, be it the the Goldbergs or the Undertakers or just people in there, mm-hmm. and uh, um, just really helping out their bodies and stuff like that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, um, it, so I mean, yoga has been so westernized; mm-hmm. it's been um, exploited on so many levels, uh, and I don't mean that in like a totally negative way, but. There's so many kinds of yoga yeah. now. The goats and the sweat and the hot, the heat yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and I yeah. mean, you know, to each their own. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 you like it, do it. If it makes you feel good, do it. Yeah. Um, but, you, you, but I do think there is some um, uh, some importance in knowing why mm-hmm. yoga is here. Like mm-hmm. having a little bit of the taste of the history of yoga yeah. and like, you know, um, where it came from, yeah. and also like. I don't know. You need to. You just need to make sure that you're doing something that serves your body. Yeah. There's so many of these practices that, um, you know, you get ads on Facebook or in yeah. your email, and it's like, sign up for power yoga. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. gonna bust your ass. Yeah. You know, this blah blah, and you're like, like that's not what yoga no, is. Don't I'm, call it yeah. yoga. Yeah. It's cultural appropriation at yeah. that point. You know, yeah. like, you know, don't put, don't put a pair of Buddha pants on and. <laughs> you know, punch a punching bag type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and maybe I'm being too opinionated about that because I do believe you should find what ser- serves you. Definitely. And punching a punching bag would probably serve me well too. I'd probably yeah. like to do that. But I do think there there's a certain amount of respect that needs to go mm-hmm. into the history of yoga and agree. the mindful side of yoga. Yeah. That is what yoga is. Everything yeah. else is an exercise class. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. There's That's... What you just stated, the difference, the the mindfulness, the mindfulness in it. Whereas when you're doing the exercise, it's just oh, let's let's yeah. do this. Is there mindfulness in exercise? Most definitely, but sure. I think there's a whole lot more in the in the yoga spectrum. And I, lo- yeah. I mean, I love those kind of classes too. I mean, I'm not, you know, yeah. I've done the hot yoga and yeah. um, the Bikram and all that. And I I really do. I I like that stuff. Yeah. But maybe I just kind of have a newfound respect for. Making sure that when I step on my mat, it's like it's a sacred place mm-hmm. for me, type of thing. Have you started to uh, incorporate your son at all in these practices? Yes. Is he doing anything? What's, yes. up, what's up with that? Well, you know, I, I keep a yoga mat in his room. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's mastered his downward facing dog. Cool. He can do a warrior two. Okay, and uh, he he can barely speak, but he's he can say namaste. Mm. I try to I try to you know. Give him the prayer hands and namaste, yeah. and he'll repeat it back to me. Excellent. It makes me happy. That, yeah, because you, your instruction is paying. It's a payoff. Yeah, you know? That's, I love that. And certainly, like just the idea of being more mindful mm-hmm. is, is going to be such a great tool as a parent too. Because mm-hmm. you're the overall like uh, uh, observation for him, you yeah. and your husband. You know, so what? What is it a set lead by example? I don't know about that, but you're just showing he's a total you know. copycat. He's yeah, like definitely. a little baby copycat. He does, yeah. you know, complete blank canvas to yeah. take, take an, uh, well, almost like uh, uh, silly putty where you could put it on the comic and peel it off. And, definitely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about there, Freaks and Geeks. If you don't know, check it out. I, I definitely dated myself right there. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but hopefully the Freaks and Geeks know. But uh, yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree. He's an open an open book to yeah. pull in. But that's cool that he's uh, uh, got those poses and got the mat and got the, uh, uh, the opportunity that you're yeah. providing him the opportunity to do that. I want him to do whatever he wants to do as yeah. long as he's 
kind about it. Tremendous. So That's if good. I can lead by example in that way, that I think I'd call myself successful if, yeah, if he turns out to be a kind person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's a big hope, you know. Uh, that's just be kind to uh, be kind to what's been kind to him, and can and and even be kind to what hasn't been kind to him as well. You know, being uh, centered and being, I don't know, uh, not holding the grudge and uh, not wishing. Um, what what is our guy Michael Imperioli said? <laughs> not. Uh, um, don't wish on that to others just because, you know, you don't want to, maybe yeah. they, maybe you have been wronged, but there's not the need to learn wish to l- that. Let yeah. that shit go. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I agree. All right. So uh, we've discussed this whole uh, 200 hour uh, uh, certification. Yeah. Um, how, what's the, what's the process on that? How was that for you? So I got certified through Practice Yoga Austin, which I think is the best yoga, um, studio in Austin just because they're a donation-based studio. Mm. Their teachers are just, they're, they're quality. They like, they're real people. They live it and they hold space. You can, you can talk to them after a class. They're real people. They want to talk to you and they live it and they care about the mind body connection. All of them. Um, I, I would, I would send anybody in there and just be confident that they were going to come out feeling better. Um, but um, the 200-hour, we we started it out. It was a six-month program. We thought we'd be meeting in person. This was mm-hmm. when COVID all started. Um, it was definitely a silver lining for COVID for me. I signed up because I was like, shoot, I'm going to be locked up at home. Might yeah. as well start, you know? Yeah. Um, I think but, a lot a lot of people <laughs> took that. I was like, let's we got to oh, do yeah. something. Oh, We're yeah. not stopping. I, yeah. you know, pat on the back to anybody who decides to do something instead. You know, the podcast is a yeah. is a, a, a baby of a child of, is uh, it really? of COVID. Yeah, cool. Most that, definitely. That's mm-hmm. so awesome. It's like yeah. you know, learn a language, read a book, mm-hmm. do something different, make plan a trip, do yeah. something. Yeah. You know, I agree. So it, that was kind of a silver lining for me. I'm like, I'm signing up. I've always wanted to do it. There's no better time than now. I have a kid. I was dealing mm-hmm. with being frustrated, not being able to manage my time very well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know yoga has some answers in there. So I signed up. Yeah. Um, the program ended up being completely over Zoom. Okay. Um, so at first, everybody was a little like, I don't know if this is going to be a good thing, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It ended up being such a powerful, awesome experience. And I mean... 26 of us were in this class and none of us had regrets about like the zoom part of it by the end of it, because, um, I, I think it's honestly because of such high quality teachers, like, um, you know, we went through the history of yoga. Mm -hmm. We went through, you know, how to teach, you know, trauma informed yoga. Mm -hmm. We talked about the language of yoga, which is why I'm reading, you know, nonviolent communication. It's, you know, how powerful each word is and, um, just learning that like you can give, you can offer an experience to people and then they have to choose to walk through the door if they yeah. want to have the experience, but giving people a high quality, safe experience where they can, you know, that's a huge key. Yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's not, uh, that's almost as important as the focus is what you're saying. Yeah. The practice it it doesn't need to be complicated. Yeah. It really just needs to be simple so that it's approachable for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good, 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 good. Um, let's see. Let's talk about these chakras. 
So, is there more than seven? Or there are is there a whole lot. There's a whole lot. A boatload. There's a boatload. Did I? So the 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 ones that I spoke of are those just the the basics. So uh, I think the seven the seven the seven chakras are the ones that are just like, um, they're the ones that run up your spinal mm-hmm. column. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. Um, so is there chakras in the hands? There's chakras in the hands. Okay. Um, they're actually called nadis. Okay. Which are like um, channels throughout your entire body that like govern all different kinds of energy that are yeah. flowing in you. Um, there's even chakras that like are like right outside of your body. Really? Supposedly. Okay. Um, and there's something about the, the sacred number 108 too uh-huh. with the chakras. Um, I'm not an expert. That's so all good. I'm not going to claim to um, yeah. you know, know everything about them, but... Um, uh, I definitely feel like since I've paid more attention to um, my chakra system mm-hmm. that... How do you pay attention to it? How do you do that? So uh, the first way I was introduced to chakras in this 200-hour training was we did a guided meditation. Uh-huh. And it was um, a sitting and thinking about these wheels turning and you were focusing on... Um, like the inside of your body, like at the root of your spine. Okay. And you were imagining this pinwheel spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. Um, and then you'd move up to your solar plexus and spinning and spinning and spinning and your heart okay. chakra and spinning and spinning. Um, you know, and then afterwards we talked about it and people were like, yeah, my root chakra was like spinning like crazy, like a yeah. million miles an hour. And other people were like, mine was just like, you know, barely cranking. And yeah. we just found it interesting how... Your own mind had this like idea of how things were spinning in there, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I don't know. I I think it's just it's a good way to check in with yourself, definitely, and find a little balance. Um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, yeah. I would recommend the book, The Wheel of Wheels of Life, and okay. I've just been diving into it, and it's it is like the dictionary on chakras and all. Um, but things, you know, I think emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, or stress, or anxiety, things like that, that you hold inside of your body, if you hold them in there too long, they manifest themselves mm-hmm. into something physical. Yeah. And so I think that's what the chakras are trying to tell us. Like, okay. you know, if you're holding on to, if, you know, if your heart is clenched, mm-hmm. and I'm saying like your heart, meaning like, you know, if you're holding on to like physical things mm-hmm. and uh, money and power yeah. and things like this, your heart is never going to unclench yeah. if you're holding on to these things. But um, you know, if, if you balance that chakra, if you clear that chakra, you know, you're going to feel better. You're yeah. going to have less stress. Your shoulders are going to be more relaxed. Yeah. You know, you might have less indigestion. I need know? to start focusing on, <laughs> I think I need to start focusing on them. I'd like to, I'd definitely like to. I yeah. Think that, that'd I'm, be good. I'm interested and I'm, I'm definitely throwing myself into an experiment too. I've mm-hmm. you know, had some digestive is- issues mm-hmm. and maybe it's after having a kid or whatever, but you know, I won't go that far, but, um, I'm, I'm kind of experimenting with working with my root chakra to see if I can heal myself somewhat through, through in the roots in the feet. Is the root the feet? So the root of the chakra, the seven chakra system is at the base of the spine. Okay. Um, and so there's <laughs> the idea is that there's a, a a snake coiled three times around the base of your spine okay. named Kundalini. Okay. And you want to awaken her right. so she can travel up through your seven chakras. Whoa, okay. And so she'll get stuck at some if they're out of balance right. or they're out of whack. So 
you know. That's great. No, we yeah. didn't know that. We, that oh, once, yeah. You know, That's once it. you hit, you know, that, you know, your third eye chakra, uh-huh. you know, you're going to have all these, you know, amazing realizations and all because your your chakra system's yeah. flowing. You're open. Yeah, I you love know? that. Yeah. All the wheels are spinning. Excellent. No, I, do, I wish I could you, say it better. <laughs> well, no, I think you, no, no, you you said it tremendously because you you brought out. Uh, we didn't know about this snake that you just spoke <laughs> of. That's tremendous. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, so, let's talk about the. Uh, uh, oh, okay. So, um, have you started teaching your family members aside from like your son? What about your your husband or your mom or anything else like that? Sister, anything like that? Yeah. Um, so trading yoga for <laughs> hot sauces or something, right? Like that. Yeah, we've done that. Um, yeah, I just finished this two hundred hour training. I'm mm-hmm. super excited about it, but I definitely felt a little bit of like, oh my gosh, okay, got to start teaching. Yeah. You got to start practicing, or you're gonna lose it. Yeah. You know. Um, and it's really just about like the language, yeah. like getting the rocks out of your mouth, practicing. So um, I've definitely been working on my husband, <laughs> been getting him on the mat, um, and you know, aunts, my aunts, like over over Zoom. Um, I really do hope soon to start maybe maybe making video recordings. Mm-hmm. I think you know, Zoom is like there's a whole new world in yoga with Zoom. Yeah. It's you know, now that it's here, it's not going away. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of cool to have started yeah. using Zoom because from here on out, it's going to be like the mm-hmm. norm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I need to I need to start cutting my teeth with some classes. Actually, just have the nerve to do it. Um, There's a guy that I know of. He's a comedian. His name's Ari Shafir. Do you follow comedy at all? Comedy at all? No. His name's Ari Shafir. He's a, a, a tremendous uh, uh, um, tremendous comic. He's a, a He's de- definitely a bit edgy, but uh, he does these like comedy uh, yoga practicings. He tries to make them funny and stuff, but I think he's trying to take them seriously. This is his second round of like doing it. Cool. He start again. It was the start of a uh, of you know, the whole pandemic thing, and, yeah. and he's been going. I think he did a thirty day yoga thing, but he tries to make it funny. He tries to make it humorous and stuff like cool. that. So. You know, um, there's a whole world out there. We spoke about the DDPs. We spoke, shout out to Ari Shafir and his whole yoga venture and stuff like that. And your yoga venture as well. Do you have a name for it? What are you thinking on the name? Yeah. Um, so I, I like the idea. I've started the email and the Mm -hmm. Instagram, of Mm -hmm. course. Um, I'm calling it more love, less junk. Okay. And I'm hoping to offer community classes in Lockhart. Um, I'd like to do gentle movement with guided meditation and then leave space at the end of class for people to connect and talk about things and yeah. real talk yoga. You know, yeah. we're real people, you know, like let's talk about how you actually feel, you yeah. know. Um, and I have this idea. I don't know if it's silly or not, but. Probably is. But some little, of the best ones are. It's a little silly, but <laughs> more love, less junk. Uh, I like the idea of being able to get a free class if mm-hmm. you pick up trash and you take a picture of that bag of trash. I think that's beautiful. A certain amount of trash. I don't know. You know, a bag of trash, you yeah. get a free yoga class. So that way it's like, yeah. you know, that's I pick, mean, picking yeah. up trash, more love, less junk. Yeah. Like you got to care. Like it's yeah. about caring. So like caring for the community. Mon- money's not the thing. Go out there and like make a change and then we can. Make, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, G- gave that. it away, you know. Yeah. Like so, I, I like the idea of maybe letting people pay for yoga classes with bags of trash. <laughs> yeah, no, it's Someone, a good concept. You know, yeah, and I mean, you know, 
Yeah. The no, honor, honor system. Take a picture. Not the bag yeah. of trash from your kitchen. I mean, yeah, like picking yeah, it up from the yeah. park or something. But yeah, Go out and do something. I think that yeah. might be a cool idea to incorporate somewhere down the line. I think, uh, uh, no, I definitely agree. And I think it can uh, um, encourage others to, or influence others to say, yeah, let's, because that's a pure, uh, a pure um, request, I guess. It's like, dude, like, yeah. what the fuck is this piece of cotton that has a number, a one or a five or a 50 on it? Like, well, yeah. Like, look at all this shit that's just being thrown out, this, that, and the third. Like, oh, let's clean up. And yeah. Then, you know. And of course, I mean, donation-based. I, I want it to be accessible to everybody. Yeah. I want it to be for everybody, yeah. too. Like, I don't want people to feel like they can't come because I can't reach my toes. It's like, well, guess what? Guess what? Then you missed out on what yoga is actually about. Let me tell you what it's really about. You know, it's yeah. about the connection. Yeah. You know, not, yeah. not, you know, the pose you're in. Yeah. You might not be able to reach the toast today. Come on back yeah. and, and get let's <laughs> let's let's see if we can do it. That's right. You know. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for talking with me about the the yoga stance. I really love that. Um, before we get into our next little uh, little segment, the final, the closer, I should I want to share with you this book. Okay. Um, this book I just uh, I've gotten I've had for a little bit. I think I got it last September. I'm not done with it. I'm on like the third chapter, but it's called uh, "Be Water, My Friends," and I've spoke about it a lot on this podcast. It's by Shannon Lee, and it's by uh, that's Bruce Lee's daughter. Oh, uh, cool. There's a picture of him right behind you. Um, so, um, oh yeah, he's definitely a uh, someone that I definitely not necessarily idolize. I don't think it's good to idolize, but look up to. Sure, yeah, um, absolutely. So if this is it's a tremendous book, and uh, um, thank you for sharing your books and your uh, uh, what you've been reading and, and just how they've impacted you. So I just wanted to throw this one back at you and share cool. it with you. It's a tremendous text. Um, it's uh, it's real. It's based off her shannon lee his daughter his her viewings and just growing up with him and it's a very philosophical text but taught and spoken about through the eyes of the child of the philosopher you know what i mean and i never thought of bruce as a philosopher when not until like last year it was he was always just not necessarily a movie badass but he was just a a centered you know, person with drive, yeah. an immigrant with drive, yeah. a uh, uh, just uh, an underdog. I mean, he wasn't the, the biggest, you know, but uh, man, uh, the fact that... Packed with power. Yeah, packed with power and packed with uh, uh, an open mind as well, you know, um, so... Awesome. Um, I don't know if if you're ever interested in this. Take a look at it. It's a beautiful text. Be uh, water, my friend. It's tremendous. Do you have any Shannon like Lee. background with Bruce Lee or any? No, uh, I mean I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you think of him as a uh, philosopher? Or, Definitely. Yeah? yeah. See, I didn't. I always. I don't know what I thought of him as, but because uh, I never. He never like. Kind of preached it. Kind of like did. He, well, no, I take that back. He didn't preach it, but it just showed through the person and that is a true master mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. have to talk about it if you yeah. just live in it if you're, right? if you're just it you know <laughs> yeah but it's a lovely text i mean just talking about uh, not necessarily the power of water but it is talking about the power of water and how the f- it, water just adapts to everything it's awesome. always there it's check prob- it out it's probably going to engulf the world at some point in time and just be water you know well, we are water yeah. right yeah, exactly well, well then it's already engulfed the world you know yeah, yeah we are water 
Tremendous, tremendous. Let's go on to the last one. This one's a 2021 planning conclusion. We okay. got to get you out of here. Thank you so much for being sure. here. Um, so what are your plans and approaches for this year? It's a new year. It's a more open year. What you got? Um, of course, to um, always try to put some vacations mm-hmm. spaced out throughout the year. You got to always have something to look forward to. Yeah. That's how we... That's why we work. Yeah. So we can we can party. We can go yeah. vacation together. Yeah. And has, uh, has your son been on one with y'all yet? My son has been to Belize with us. Okay. Um, he's been to like seven beaches already. Cool. He's been to we last weekend we actually just got back from Matagorda. Yeah. Which is where my grandmother grew up, but cool. that's like our our secret little getaway. It's only yeah, two and a half hours away. The beach is always beautiful. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's done the Galveston, cool. Port Aransas, and South Padre already. Yeah. We kind of we like to hit the beaches up, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, he did Belize when he was uh, five months old, Whoa. and it was just the perfect little dude. Put him on my back and took him around. He was wonderful. That's um, out of sight, right there. But yeah, I want him to have the travel bug. Yeah. You know, that's the best way to get to know yourself and like. You know. Did you follow Anthony Bourdain at all? Yeah, I love Anthony okay, Bourdain. Cool. I met him once. Really? I met him oh, cool. at a book signing. And uh, I just bring that up because he's, I mean, that's a traveler right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Love him. Love it, too. Love him, too. And and he had philosophies as well, you know. Um, But Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, So, um, keep going. going, Yeah, um, plans besides, you know, booking some some spots to travel to Mm -hmm. um, as far as the business goes. um, I really would like to buy, like, a small, like, travel rig, Mm -hmm. some kind of little travel trailer so um, we can all ride together to further shows, yeah. you know, and go eventually go hit up like Sturgis and Daytona yeah. bike week and stuff would just yeah. be fun. You know? Oh yeah. Cause you said you got the, uh, the class M license, right? <laughs> we do. Are you a, uh, what's your, your preferred brand? Are you a, a Harley? Uh, Harley. Yeah. Cool. My dad was a Harley yeah. dude. So I love those fat boys. Yeah. yeah <laughs> those are fat tremendous. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's the goal is like eventually to, uh, you know, being able to work and travel and combine those two things, I think, sounds sounds pretty awesome. So and I those think are you goals. got a good realm on it, working and you know just pushing the leathers, pushing the yoga instruction, and I like that. Just being a, it would it be a nomad? I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just a free spirit. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> got to say yes. Yeah. Just go before you know. Yeah. What do you hope to achieve this year with uh, uh, Good Omen Goods and the yoga instruction? Um, ideally, I mean, I would love for my husband to be able to quit his job mm-hmm. eventually. I don't know if that's going to happen this year, but, um, in the somewhat short term, um, just to be sustainable, make our own money ourselves would be pretty cool feeling, yeah. I think. Cool. Does he dabble into any brew, brewmaster stuff? He actually... Uh, homebrews or anything? He does, he homebrews a little bit. Um, yeah, he homebrews a little bit. Yeah. As much time as we have, yeah. you know kid and stuff at I've home. tried it I've, I've I, I when I say I tried it I like assembled the list of stuff and then I was like you're gonna need 400 more dollars 600 more dollars to do it and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm already five six in I was like uh. it's definitely in his like wheelhouse yeah. uh, he's like a real he's a good cook and a good like baker cool. you know yeah he makes yeah so he's he's good at like yeah being precise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very precise yeah, thing. He's got you know, good times, taste and all that. Times so. and measurements and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm kind of the type of like, I'll drink a beer and be like, it's good. Yeah. Next beer, okay, it's good. <laughs> yeah, the next one's good too, you know. <laughs> They're all good. They're all you know? good. What do you want me to tell you? 
He's got a more refined palate than myself. So you want me to tell your beer is shitty? Okay. Yeah. We'll bring the it's same good. one. In. Yeah. This one's shitty. Like, are you chewing gum? <laughs> it's yeah, the same it's beer good. you had. <laughs> oh man, excellent, excellent. Um, do you have any shout outs you want to give? Ooh, uh, gosh. Um, I mean, my sister's hot sauce company, Witch mm-hmm. Mountain. She's mm-hmm. been working hard at it, and they really are fucking good. You'll have to check it out. Yeah, we'll they're to hot, too. Freaks and Geeks follow she's, Witch Mountain. She's been getting into, um, she was never into, like, camping and stuff, okay. but she's got this boyfriend that, uh, he's a, he's like a total, like, ranger, and they go, like, way out camping for days yeah. and stuff, and so she got inspired to do this hot sauce uh, because she's... Yeah, interested in like all these like pioneer mountain women now, okay. like you know their history. They're you know, yeah. she's interested in putting a podcast together about these women. Yeah. You know, like all the wives of the you know the trackers and stuff. Do it, do it, which do it. I hope she does. But um, yeah, she started making these hot sauces, and they're in these pretty small bottles, but they're mm-hmm. super concentrated, so you yeah. can put them on like beans and stuff while okay. you're out in the woods. Okay. And they're in these like childproof bottles too. Yeah. They're kind of hard to open, yeah. so like kids can't get in into yeah. <laughs> into them because they're so hot. Yeah, like a couple dabs will do you. Couple dabs, but that's yeah, it. Witch Mountain, pretty cool. Excellent. We got to follow into that. It. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So, uh, um, tell us, uh, uh, tell the people where they can find you in uh, in all those little uh, plug the uh, the social media outlets and plug whatever you got because uh, we're almost done here. You did a tremendous job. Man, tremendous. I was nervous. I've never done this before. Yeah. I've listened to like one podcast before, but now I think I might be hooked. Well, you, n- now you're uh, you you got it under the belt, you know. Yeah, that's it. So the first show that we have booked so far is at um, a good friend of mine's coffee shop in Taylor. Okay. Um, I call it the Home Slice Connection. Um, I worked at Home Slice Pizza when it first yeah. opened like 15 years ago. Jeez. Her and I worked together when it first opened. Her was it two buildings or was it just the it one? It was just the one building. Okay. Um, her name's Sarah Fisher, but she is an amazing entrepreneurial woman. I mean, uh-huh. hilarious and smart and can put a business together in a snap. She's just, she's good. Is it S-A-R-A or with the H? S-A-R-A-H? Uh, uh, okay. I think... Okay. Oh, I could be wrong. <laughs> you can't trust those SARAs, but, though. <laughs> but I call it the Home Slice Connection because it's crazy how, like, uh, even El Dorado, mm-hmm. um, the the fellow that's the GM at El Dorado, his yeah. name's Gabe, and uh-huh. he, um, him and I worked together at Home Slice 13 years t- ago. Mm. And I went in for an interview, and I walked in, and I was like, what's up, dude? Yeah. Like, is that Home Slice Connection, you yeah. know, the Austin Connection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways... Uh, she has a coffee shop called Good Strangers okay. in Taylor. Okay. And they do a every second Saturday they have a band play, a honky tonk band play yeah. in the back of a truck and nice. have a vendor sitting out there. So she asked if I'd come do it. It's February thirteenth. Go out there. Uh-huh. From ten to four. Taylor Freaks and Geeks, listen up. Mm-hmm. Taylor, Good Strangers, February thirteenth, ten to four. Um, after that, um, we're going on a little road trip to New Ooh. Orleans, so we're taking a little time off. Yeah. Um, my husband's turning 35, so we're going to go party in New Orleans with the Down baby the for a little bit. Yeah. Down with the spirits? Yeah. Man, I love that place. <laughs> I've only been there once. I love, love, it's love gonna be a, It's not going to be such a party this yeah. time. We're going to, like, yeah. you know, walk around yeah. and all. How many times have you been there? I've been there six or seven times. Yeah. Those hand grenades are hefty. We go down there for the Boogaloo Fest. Okay, what is that? It's like, Boogaloo it's Fest. not as big as like Jazz Fest, all that, uh-huh. but it's like... That's cool. It's party time. It's when we 
we get to hang out with my aunt and uncle. And it's a beautiful city. You it's such see, a beautiful oh, city. It's tremendous. And we're graveyard walkers too. We love to yeah. go see all the cemeteries yeah. and stuff. So especially with a kid now, we're going to, yeah. you know, we're staying beneath a really pretty like yoga studios because I right. want to take her classes cool. and cool. You know, we're going to hot tub and, you know. Walk around and eat good food good. and just hang out. Yeah, Family I'm a, time. I'm a freak for uh, um, abandoned structures. And mm-hmm. oh, they got a lot of them, be it the charity hospitals or oh, uh, yeah. the Six Flags New Orleans out there. Oh, yeah. My husband's a photographer, it. and that's his yeah. thing, too. He loves to just, it's his favorite thing in the world to do is just walk around with his camera. Uh-huh. He develops his own film. And He's like, got a, a, a darker? Um, no, but he deserves one. Yeah. He deserves one at the house. Does he have sure. to go, he has to go somewhere to a dark room? To, he's, to do well, stuff? he's developed it at home. He's gotten this like bag system. Oh, where, I got you. You know, you like put your hands in this dark bag and you have to like fumble around in it yeah. and develop it that way. Yeah. He's done that, but yeah, that's, that's in the plans for, we've only, we bought our house maybe six or seven months ago mm-hmm. in Lockhart. Mm-hmm. So we have so many plans for our house. It's, yeah. you know. Well, at least it's you got someone that can take photos of the the leather goods, you know. Yeah, yeah he's good at that. Photos. He's good at that. I need him for that yeah. for sure. Um, so, okay, so after Good Strangers in March, March seventh, we're going to be at Nomadic Beer Works. Tremendous. Um, March seventh, and that is um with Austin Flea. Okay. Um, after that, we're going to be at Quackenbush Quacken Bakery. <laughs> if I'm saying that correctly. The Quacken Quackenbush. Does it have like a? Does it have a duck on it? It's got a duck on it. It's, it's like an old. It's an old Austin spot, right? Thing. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. They have gigantic croissants. That's right. I did one show there. Is that for the one Christmas. with the fork? That's, is that the one with the fork? Maybe. I know. I know. That's all like hard Hyde Park. Their area, pastries right? are amazing. Okay. It's South Austin, South Manchac. Okay. Well, but no. Then I'm not thinking. I knew. Uh, I, it's I, all Austin Flea. If you go to yeah. AustinFlea.com, yeah, it has all the shows listed. But we're doing Nomadic Beer Works, Quack and Bushes, and then we're going to be at ABGB, the Austin Beer um, Garden, yeah. March 14th. Excellent. Yeah. I'll have to put you in line with a uh, uh, a lady I know. Um, shout out to Tavi Rodriguez. She was a guest, uh, man, I forget, maybe episode 17, but she does a pop-up market too. And, uh, and then, uh, um, I'll definitely let you know about that. All right. So can you do me this, uh, just this last favor for everybody, last little uh, thing. Um, can you tell us where we can find you on the net as far as the social media outlets and, uh, what we can look up, what the freaks and geeks can look up and where is it, is it more than just Instagram? Is there a Facebook, any Twitters or anything like that? Go for it. The social media outlets. Um, you can find us on Instagram at good omen goods. Um, you can also find us at goodomengoods.com, and it'll take you just straight to our Etsy store. Etsy, yeah. Um, pretty simple right now. Yeah. Um, Some good stuff on there. Yeah. You do guitar straps, too. We make guitar I, I straps. I see that one. That one's cool. Yeah. And, you know, um, we're branching out now in, you know, to doing more merchandise yeah. for bars, small mm. business. We love working with other small business. Um right. You know, if you want us to make key fobs for you yeah. or leather patches, you can yeah. send us your logo. We can send you a couple examples, see if you're into it. You ever thought of the coasters? Yeah, we make yeah. coasters. Okay. We make koozies. Yeah. Um, you know, we can do patches you can put on hats, things okay. like that. That's that's kind of where we're hoping to go with all this. Um, Excellent. We just finished working with um, Mill Scale, which is a crazy awesome company. Is that in Lockhart? It is in okay. Lockhart. Um, they, like, hand make, like, these badass like barbecue machines okay yeah 
Um, they're looking for a space there. Um, but they're a super cool company. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, we just got done working with them. Um, but yeah, if you have a, you know any ideas, you can shoot them our way. We're super casual. Um, our telephone is on the website, and you can always give us a call. Um, do y'all take the, uh, what, con- not consignment, but requests to like, can yeah. you, like, I need this, that, and the third made. Can you do it? Absolutely, cool. yeah. Um, yeah, if you have any, like, custom ideas, if, if you know, you want to fit, you know, a holster over, you know, a gun you have or a, okay. a knife cool. or something or, you know. That's great. We're casual. Give us a call. We can tell you what we can do. Love you know? it, love it, love it, love yeah. it. Alrighty, well, uh, that's that was it right there. Do you have any questions for me or anything like that? Um, well, I guess I could ask you. You know, with Elon Musk, all the stuff going on. Um, you know, if uh, everybody's talking about moving to Mars, mm-hmm. if uh, if you had the opportunity, mm-hmm. would you would you send your body to Mars? <laughs> and I'm not coming back, right? I don't <laughs> think not, so. You're probably back. not coming back. My husband is like 100. percent I'm going, and I'm like. Hell no, I'm staying uh, here. But uh, we always we're always kind of laughing about that. And he's like, if you got a question for the doc, ask him ask him if he wants to go to Mars. Mars so, question. Uh, well, I mean, it's red. It's really red. It's, it's really, really dusty. It's dusty and red. Yeah, it's so far. Not a lot of water there. Mm. Maybe a little bit. I like Earth. Yeah, I lo- <laughs> I, I do like Earth. Yeah, they say there's like people up there or creatures. Or, there's oh, probably there's probably bubbles with shopping malls in them by now we don't even know it you know they're just getting us ready if uh if tony hinchcliffe went to mars and did a uh, kill tony podcast and was now (laughs) streaming from mars i'd probably go but uh uh i'd take a postcard yeah (laughs) yeah i'll take a postcard (laughs) no i don't don't think i'd go i don't think i'd go i'd probably go uh, i don't know it's a tough one. No, I'm not going to go. I'm not going like to go to Mars. the chance yeah. of a lifetime, the yeah. adventure of a lifetime. Yeah. Would you go? I'm like, no. I mean, anything else? I'd yeah. try to make a different adventure, you know. Different but that's adventure. a great question. That's a beautiful question. <laughs> no, that's a tremendous question because, you know, I mean, it's Mars. It's a very curious, uh, is it the alien planet? Who knows? It's all. It's been part of the, uh, uh, um, what is it, curiosity of the human race for, for space, the space race and stuff like that. It's always been associated with the little green guys. Not, I mean, I think that's... Uh, it won't be long. Yeah, yeah no, no. Nah, nah, there'll be condos and stuff out there, but uh, <laughs> nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I might send a rover up there or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but beautiful questions. I I love the I love that question. We've never had anything like that on the podcast. We've never op- we've never fucking had a product here on the podcast. So, man, if you were uh, if I was a shark, I would definitely uh, um, you would have had it. You would have had it for me. So, uh, Leah, thank you so much, freaks and geeks. Go check her out on all the platforms. I am gonna plug them in the description so you'll get a little taste of that. And uh, uh, if you ever want to come back and do this again be you're more than welcome you got the invitation to come oh, thank you. into the uh thank you thank you to come into the studio life i was death. worried i wouldn't have anything to say or you had be a lot. super boring for you no no but no. i'm glad i'm glad you had me here it's nice to talk things out i love it thank you so much and i, I mean the fact that you're an austinite too the my wife's yeah. an austinite so like there's already a connection right there so yeah i'm, I'm glad uh, uh again thank you for coming in i loved it it clicked so well you, you knocked your first podcast oh. out Right. Yeah. So Woo-hoo. go and do more. You're gonna, you're gonna, you already got some experience with it. Um, do you do you think there's a question? Is there a question that I did not ask that I should have asked? Um, 
No, I think you covered me well. Cool. Yeah, I think you covered me well. Good. I tried my hardest, you know. I've I've gone through some funks in the past. This is, like I said, number 22. And uh, just trying to trying to make something better for the next one that's always the trick that's always the most difficult thing you ask good questions thank you um yeah i i feel like uh, coming in i didn't know what to expect um i i i do want to say this if i if i have an opportunity yeah go for it you got it um just because i know a lot of people are sitting at home Mm -hmm. and this is what kind of rang true for me because Mm -hmm. of quarantine and everything um if you have something on the back burner if you have um, you know, you, you wanted to play the harmonica or you, you were interested in a, a yoga certification like I was, or if you have a business idea that you think is quirky, you know, right now is the best time mm-hmm. to try it. It's the best time to, you know, there's no better time than the now. Yeah. You got to say yes before you even know what the end outcome is. Yeah. Everybody has different versions of what like success is, yeah. but, um, you got to do those things. Yeah, I agree. You never and, know what you could have done if unless you did it. Yeah, if you're waiting for some kind of sign, like, yeah. let this be the sign. Do yeah. it, you know? I love it. Do tremendous, it. Tremendous, tremendous. Well, Leah, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. Freaks and Geeks, uh, stick around for just a second. I'm going to close it out for the Freaks and Geeks, and then uh, we'll send you on home. Well, Freaks and Geeks, that's all she wrote. Once again, I want to thank my guest, Leah Rose from Good Omen Goods, the leather brand out of Lockhart, Texas, for coming in live into the studio of Life or Death and having a good just sit-down conversation and um, just share some insights, some life insights with me here. It was a, uh, it was an honor, and I really appreciated it. We had another lady guest, another tremendous female figure, stepped into the studio uh, and, and, and took the cans on, stepped up to the mic, and just uh, uh, shared her insights. Freaks and Geeks, go support her on Instagram at Good Omen Goods. Also, make sure you go and check out her Etsy. She has all of her products there. And if you can hit her up, hit her up at a pop-up. Make sure you see see her at one of these pop-ups and tell her that you heard her on the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. Go support Leah Rose. We really appreciate it. So, uh, next week we are going to, we're going to chat. We're going to sit down with a, uh, uh, a rapper out of San Antonio, Texas. Now I picked this guy because he, he really released some, uh, um, uh, how should I say this? All of the releases that he, that he puts out, all the tracks he puts out, all these little EPs and even albums he puts out, he really puts thought into the design of them. They're tremendous. Whether it's a record, whether it's a CD, whether it's a disc, all of his packages, all of uh, uh, anything that he puts out and produces has a, a just a tremendous layout and uh, uh, really a, a tight knit package, and it's uh, a, a lot of detail, fine detail in 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 the text, in the format, even in the color of of say uh, uh, say the record or even the, the cassette itself. So we're gonna talk to this guy. I'm not gonna tell you the name, all right? But it's episode number 23 coming next week. Yeah, fuck it, I'll tell you the name, baby. Astro. All right, check him out on YouTube. That's who's coming in next week for episode number 23 of the Doctor's Orders podcast. Now we got the closing credits. Here we go. Freaks and geeks, 
Thank you very much for listening. And remember, new episodes are released every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Check it out. Do me a favor and go subscribe to the Doctor's Orders podcast on whichever podcast platform that you prefer. And while you're there, make sure that you leave a comment and uh, drop us a drop us a rate as well. Also, be sure to go follow me on Instagram at the 512 Foot Doctor, T-H-A, 512 F-O-O-T-D-R, and follow the podcast Instagram. Instagram as well, the Doctor's Orders Podcast, T H A D R S O R D E R S P O D C A S T, and please continue to tell people about the podcast. Whoa, whoa, not people. I want you to tell the freaks and geeks, any freaks and geeks that you know out there, any freaks and geeks that you that you come into contact and you you have a uh, an affiliation and an established relationship with, hit them up, let them know. Hey, yo, go to the pot, go check out this podcast, the Doctor's Orders podcast with the Five One Two Foot Doctor. You're gonna love it. Tell the freaks and geeks about the podcast. We're doing bigger and better things each and every episode. Remember. The Doctor's Orders podcast is a Life or Death Studios production. Freaks and geeks, until next time, we'll see you on the next one. Don't be late. Mm-hmm.